0: Sad music, hand on the window, looking out as like kids Raining, are playing. Yeah, yeah, as like kids are playing in the street. And he's like, I could. I was once one of them. Just all he needed was like a single tear, and you'd be That'd sad. Been, he'd
1: be out out of the electronic side, though. Yeah, <laughs> it just sparks
0: and like sizzles and stuff. Thanks, asshole. Thanks, Dad. <laughs>
1: I, I was saying, uh, if, if I send you a nude of me and I'm your dude, would that just transfer to being a dude, not a dude nude?
0: Yeah. Right. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Though that can be a little bit of confusing if someone's like, yo, send me some dudes. And they'd be like, what do you mean?
1: I'm, I, I guess in context, right? Like, like if you're texting me and you're like, Hey, send me some dudes. I'm going to know what you mean. Yeah. Right. But then if I say, Hey, some dudes are coming over. I guess okay, yeah. The context it'd would be like, some new dudes coming yeah, over. Yeah, then it'd be like, "Well, shit, are, are they coming to my place, are you sending me on the phone? What, what, like, what's what's happening? happening?" Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Easily confusable. Easily, easily. <laughs> I, I totally get that. Now that we're saying it out loud and not recording this at all,
0: definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> well, that you I mean you gotta. That's the that's the spirit of figuring things out, right? You yeah. gotta have the conversation. You, you gotta figure talk it, it out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Express your your feelings about it. Your thoughts.
1: Bounce ideas off each other's foreheads or you, chins. Unanimous, unanimous <laughs> approval in this instance.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to straight up ignore what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: anyway. Anyway.
0: Hi, Ryan. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. How, uh, fr- oh, well, signif- uh, severely frustrated from my poor performance in the uh, the last open workout. You know, um
1: considering you're still top 10%, i wouldn't say it was that bad of a, bad, uh, a poor a poor performance.
0: Well, i'm i'm top i'm currently top 10 post the first two workouts. Yeah. Not including the third one. Well, okay, but So we'll see. You're going to give
1: yourself well, I mean we're going to do it again Monday, so. Yeah. I'm I'm going to push you on Monday <laughs> to make
0: sure. I think we have I think we talked about it earlier and i think we have a, a significantly better plan yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I keep saying we We do.
1: I'm I'm on your team. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm on your team.
0: It's the royal we. Yeah, that's right. Uh, All right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll recap next week after after we've suffered after we've both significantly suffered to see uh see if we got better. Absolutely. So um well i got better you y- haven't done
1: it yet i haven't done it yet so i'm going to be significantly better than not doing it <laughs> you're gonna <since> be zero <laughs>
0: yeah you're so much better than zero absolutely i love it yeah
1: I, i'm gonna super scale the shit out of 21.3 and then go hard on 21.3 go ham yeah yes. i'm i want to get to 225 or higher yeah i think that's my goal
0: you know i was i was pleasantly surprised that the that it didn't feel as bad as i thought it was going to mm mm-hmm. So like I I followed in the footsteps of the great Scott Pancheck mm-hmm. and uh, warmed up to a kind of like a rough weight and then during the uh, after I finished the first portion of the workout then went into the like the point four version or point point four part that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to say and uh, I just warmed up with uh, hang clean and like just felt that out yeah I uh, mean because
1: essentially that's the worst part of it right is the hang clean
0: for me yeah I, I would imagine for everybody. Well, their jerk might suck oh that's true that's so true. so all i did was uh yeah i would just like deadlift it up and then do a hand clean and be like oh, hit that pretty good yeah move on I said fuck it let me get in this workout yeah and then just like put on put on some more weight did it again put on some more weight and i was like all right this is probably a good like starting point to mm-hmm. try and hit and uh and then i hit it nice yeah boy yeah so felt good you know um, what else you know what else we hit last week what
1: four hours of zach snyder Ooh, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a quick start to the to the episode. I think they're gonna enjoy that. Yeah. Especially bouncing ideas back and forth <laughs> off each other's foreheads and chins.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that that uh that tickled my fancy so much. <laughs> but God, <laughs> I really like that really struck a weird nerve in a good way. Yeah. God, that was so funny. <laughs> I'll send you dudes later. Yeah. Hit me up with the dude later. Absolutely. Um, yes. So, yeah, we watched, uh, this is, I mean, this is a little late coming because we had a, we had a guest last week, uh, but we did watch the entirety of the Zack Snyder cut all four hours, all four beautiful hours of it. They were amazing. I think for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, we should probably start with a spoiler free take. Yes. And then go into it from there. Which will probably
1: only be about 20 minutes before we start just dropping spoilers i feel like
0: <laughs> I, I, if we get that far well okay i believe in us
1: i believe in us too i believe we can do it I without believe in spoilers. us too. but i'm going to just put this in here right now spoiler alert potential <laughs> potential ahead. spoiler alert yeah
0: okay can't guarantee here okay let's just let's just let's try and hit the spoiler free version okay okay first and then we'll go straight into it because uh, i know there's a lot we want to talk about yes um So before we go... Actually, I should say... yeah, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited. Um, No spoilers. Right. What was... Would you... What do you think about the movie? I thought...
1: I mean, you know, we're sitting there 30 minutes in. We both made the same idea comment. This is a completely different movie. And I love it way better. Yes. Way more better. So much more gooder. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah. I think the the i agree like it if you're if you watch the the 2017 version of justice league um the joss whedon version and then you kind of compare it to this one time frames aside it is such a it's literally a different film yeah the the tone of the film is different there's i mean obviously there's significantly more mm-hmm. within it i mean it's essentially double right um the the look of it is different, like the feel of it is different. Like it, it's 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 a different movie. Yeah. And even actually largely the storyline as a whole is different. Right. Um uh, it's it still kind of like keeps like the general premise of like there's a bad guy. I mean at this there's certain things we can definitely say, but like Steppenwolf is still kind of the bad guy. Yeah. There's um the, the heroes are still kind of the same mm-hmm. for the most part. And we're just like, Hey, we got to stop the bad guy. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of there, but it's all of the added stuff that was in it, as well as the way that it was, again, going back into like how it was shot and how some, there were some additions of like that added tone and mm-hmm. feel to it yeah. as well as character development. Yes. That you didn't get from that first movie to literally make it another movie.
1: That's what I wanted to like, like pick up on is um, if Snyder's cut would have been released the character development would have made more sense. As short as it was, um it still made more it was still longer than what we got in the the original cut, the 2017 cut, and it made more sense bringing those characters into the light. Yes. Um versus what we got of like a 2-hour mashup of like hey, this happened here, this happened here, and now we're fighting. And it's just like but you don't explain who any of these people are or give enough detail to exp- like we don't have for fans who don't know they don't have that imagination they don't know like well oh, this is just this guy and i don't know where he came from but apparently he's a good guy maybe he could be a bad guy i don't know <laughs> i'm not quite sure yeah and then so with Zack snyder's cut it gave enough detail and it gave enough backstory you know uh, again timeline aside to know like oh okay this person is good they got this person for this they got this person like this person can do this this is their capabilities i like that i understand it now let's go on with the rest of the movie
0: yes yes um a hundred percent and i mean i don't this isn't a spoiler but there is so in the original film or the first version um cyborg obviously played a role like played a role but in the first one, he was a minor character. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the focus. Superman was actually the focus of, kind of largely the focus of that film. Yeah. In the second one, or the Snyder Cut, uh, Cyborg actually has character development. Yeah. And you actually understand, like, what he is and how he came to be yeah. in in such a significant way. And, like, uh, Cyborg is essentially the main character of the film. Yeah. In this one. Yeah.
1: And, and for another, good reason. And another thing, too... Uh, you understand his anger. So like you got his anger in the first movie. You're like oh this guy just seems upset all the time. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you're just you're just an angry teenager or whatever have you. But in the in the, the Zack Snyder cut, you're like, Oh, that's why. Yeah. I get it. I totally can relate to your frustration, your anger, your you know, the way you are.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're treading on some I, we're I, treading I, hard that's, see I told you there's the potential for me I know me. it's fair yeah so here so that's it that's all i said say about, yeah. about Cyborg let's get let's just <laughs> let, let's just get to the spoilery version uh, uh, so we can actually talk alright guys all that it. was it that was well, your free wait hold on so for those that are still, li- still on it without the spoilery version would you recommend to go to watch this 100% it's worth the four hours and I 100% agree
1: yeah I, I mean you know okay like look if you have to break it up like most new movies today do it in two hour segments or find a sweet spot around the two hour segment mark like as most you know trilogies or sequels do like they make you watch a separate movie find that sweet spot where you're like okay cool this kind of feels like it's a lull or if it may cut to black or cut cut to a scene pause it there if you need to take a break come back to it tomorrow or the next day right but the four hours is worth it 100 it is so worth just sitting there having eating dinner you know uh Grabbing a pizza, uh, you know, I what do we eat, like Thai food? No, we had...
0: Br- oh, yeah, we had, we had my
1: fucking pastrami. That's, yeah, that's right. right.
0: You had your pastrami sandwich. That's fucking right. <laughs> Absolutely, I did. Yeah,
1: I, like, just just order yourself some fun dinner and enjoy two to four hours, whatever you're going to sit and watch, of a great cut of the film.
0: Yeah. I, like, I think... What did I say to... I said to Marissa, and I even think, actually, we talked about it after the fact, like, the the movie surprisingly captivated my attention the mm-hmm. entire time yeah like there wasn't really a point sorry i know i'm cutting you off but there really wasn't a point where i was just like man this movie's dragon yeah like yeah it was awesome all the way through no
1: i mean that's what we had said afterwards we were like oh fuck it's four hours already yeah <laughs> and you know and like i where i can't even remember now were there post credits
0: no, there's no post-credits. There's no post-credits, right? A but there Marvel is thing. there
1: is something leading up towards the end of the film.
0: Yeah, there's like a So the movie is again, this is not spoilers, but the movie is within it is broken up into parts. Mm-hmm. So it's like part 1 through like 5, six, I
1: think. Yeah, six, 5 or 6 chapters. And
0: then there's an epilogue. Yeah. Um it's a really good. And so the I think the really cool part about it and though actually this is where what I described to Marissa is like, it actually felt like I just binge watched a like Netflix show. Mm -hmm. Cause realistically at the part one, part two, like those are kind of like self-contained acts of the film. Absolutely. So you could even feasibly pause it at those moments and come back to it after the fact. Yeah. Um, Because they all kind of are like, you know, they, they, they're, they follow the story as a whole. Um, So you have kind of like your introductions, you have your, you know people meeting like the building of the team the you know climax and all these other aspects to it um so you can feasibly just pause at any of those moments and then just pick it up where you left off without really losing anything because it really is just kind of like yeah i mean it's like it's
1: separate but similar stories and it's five five six chapters and you know you come to like when you get that screen that it says oh a new chapter pause it there figure out you know how much time is left if you want to continue ryan and i you know we sat through all four and we were like this is no problem like like we said we were we were engaged the whole time we didn't even realize four hours had gone by but if you're you know if you're tired if you're groggy put it down
0: for a day come back to it yeah if you start watching it at eight like eight o'clock when we did <laughs> like we did <laughs> probably not the best move but hey it was worth it it was worth um all right so now spoiler time
1: yeah all so, right guys
0: so that was your free sample. Your fuck be
1: on this. Yeah,
0: this, this is under your control. Listen at your own risk. Yeah, um, but definitely still watch the movie. Yeah, definitely still watch. 100. Yeah. Okay. Now, and then
1: you know what? You could pause here hey, on our
0: episode. Watch it. Watch it, and then come back to this episode. Yeah, and you can continue on with the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Um, see interactive. <laughs> yeah. Next up, it's going to be VR, and you're going to be here with us. So you just sit. In, we'll have a little VR setup, so you can like sit at the table with yep. us, and you can look around as yep. we're talking. You could subscribe to us, or you could. Uh, what What do they do? They
1: send us money, donations, or whatever.
0: Donations. Yeah. Don't the, isn't the, oh, they like, do, like Twitch. Through, like Twitch and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Send us it? Bitcoin.
1: Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's just pieces of Bitcoin,
0: send us pieces of Bitcoin. Well, we got to sell an NFT. Oh fuck! <laughs> Make one of those. All right. Um, anyway, all right. So. Watch the movie. Yes. Pause now. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler time. Yes. This movie was so awesome. Yes, I <laughs> fucking
1: love this movie so much. <laughs> I like. I mean, you know, we've gone back and forth saying like how DC just does not have the 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 formula down, and I have to say, Zack Snyder's formula for this movie knocks everything out of the window. If they can, if they can do the formula that Zack Snyder has going forward or even I wouldn't say redoing cuz that would be a pain in the ass to fucking redo all of them I would love to see it and I'd pay to see it going forward if they keep that formula they will rise steadily like Marvel has done like DC or uh, Disney and Marvel have done
0: Yeah 100% well and I, it's such a part of the reason why I love like I love the the DC universe as a whole is because it is darker Yeah like not 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 just like metaphorically like one it's literally darker Mm -hmm. um just in tone uh, or color i even should say yeah but the it's it's more it seems a little bit more like raw right like when we look at the the characters that like comparatively from like marvel to dc they all kind of have like more of a like at the tragic backstory Mm -hmm. but also these things that are like very real life to a certain point um that is like a lot of people can really like somewhat uh, like not emulate, but empathize with yeah. to a certain point, a certain degree. And Marvel, at least from like the, the movie franchise or the extended universe, that is, it's very like, it's bright, it's colorful, it's very jokey in nature. And it's very lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even you think about like Thanos wipes out half of the universe's population and you're still kind of like, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Right. Which partially makes what makes him such a fantastic villain to yeah. begin with, where, Everyone's like, no, that's a great idea, but like you can't do it this way. Yeah. Um, but like the 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 scale and the scope of what that means, like, kind of falls on deaf ears because you don't feel like it's that tragic of a thing. Mm-hmm. Even in this, like, not to talk about Marvel in this, but even in the scene in in uh in Avengers where when Thanos finally gets Gamora and she like turns her around to show her about the knife, and they just straight up uh shooting like firing squad half of the town. Yeah. Like, even in that scene, you're just like, damn, that's pretty intense. But, like, oh, he's so cute, like, showing yeah. her this knife that he's she's eventually going to stab him with.
1: And it's more of the, the fatherly role, right? Like, you're, he's shielding, shielding her from seeing the tragedy that's about to happen. He's protecting her from that. So, you're like, oh, I get it. He's, you know, he's got to commit this so that he saves the planet, but he doesn't want her innocence to see it. You know, like it's yeah, like, yeah. You're like okay, so he's 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 a bad guy, but he's not he's not that <laughs> bad of a bad guy. He's
0: like he's like it's like in *Wreck-And-Ralph*. He's like he's like I'm a bad guy, but I'm not a, a bad. bad guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. It's 100 percent what it is. Um, versus going into like the DC, the like the DC universe. Yeah. Like even going back before Justice League, looking at like the the Superman movies. Um. I mean, even we're, we're in Batman movies, like the, the gravity of the situation or like the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. like the gravity of the situation is like, is high. Like you feel the tension and the, the kind of the destructive nature of these like villains with, yeah. um, some, I mean, the first one a little bit was kind of goofy with like Scarecrow and like, uh, Ra's but, but I felt, uh,
1: Ra's al Ghul's plan to take down the city, I, I was, I would, you know, to jump right onto that is the villains in DC are all or nothing kind of villains. It's very true. Like for the most th- part, yeah. they want either it's, ab- com-
0: it's very absolutist. Yeah.
1: They want complete chaos or complete destruction. There's no like,
0: mm, or complete control,
1: right? Or complete control. There's no like, you know, like, ah, oh, you know, we'll spare them. It's like, no, no, <laughs> we, we gain power by through fear.
0: Sure, it's very very binary. Yeah, just one to one. Okay, for sure, very much. I will agree with that one. Though I will add the the goal though was to like purge the evil of Gotham, not completely wipe it out. Yeah, to be able to have it rebuild. Right, you always kind of was like that's, from, that's through, true. From the ashes will rise. Mm-hmm. So, eh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but regardless, but you look at like the Joker. Which was chaos for the sake of chaos. Mm-hmm. You look at Bane, which was, um, I, actually, now that I say this, I don't remember exactly what Bane's motive was.
1: Uh, I mean, he wanted the the destruction of the corrupt government. That's right. Because yeah. he was an anarchist he was an anarchist. He's an Yeah. That's right.
0: Okay. And then Batman
1: fucked his <laughs> girlfriend and,
0: uh, Talia. Yeah. Talia Al Ghul. <laughs> um. Yes, that's right. Okay. That I'm, I'm back. College right. humor. But you. <laughs> 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 <Do> you, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes i like oh, there's so many things i want to say um just look up uh if you're curious as to what we're talking about look up bad man yeah from college humor yeah any of those are hilarious specifically S- the bane one is great and so is the scarec- yeah, scarecrow the one. The scarecrow one's hilarious too <laughs> anyway yeah um so the the yes there's this app there's like but with so within the, the the joker and with bane you kind of felt what the the gravity of the situations are like you you can feel chaos mm-hmm. um and you can feel kind of like the 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 not like not i guess i'm gonna say chaos again but like the chaos that was happening like in the streets yeah as people were like panicked about like what is happening Absolutely, right now yeah and going back into like superman like think about the last one with like general Zod mm-hmm. it was a very similar situation where like you see like the absolute destruction of the city. Yeah. Um, and like the chaos and the death that is associated with it. And most of the DC films aren't, or like DC as a whole generally isn't too afraid to like be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or to kind of show the, the gravity of the situations. Um, definitely within the film French or the extended universe definitely shows that as well. Even in, even if in the, in the, the cartoons, um, if you don't watch like if you like movies like DC and like the superhero stuff and you haven't watched the any of the animated films, highly highly recommend because yeah. they are unbelievable. Yeah, they're so good. The animated ones dude, they do they they do an amazing they job. Really do. Uh, they're they're so they're so underrated and I feel like I think undervalued where people might even not know that they exist. Like I, a recent one came out. Yeah, was the, awesome.
1: uh, the it was awesome. Not the it was a Justice League one. Oh. Um, but no yeah I mean I think I think it's because they a lot of people see it as a cartoon for sure you know yeah a- and what they don't realize is I mean I learned early on I think it was Batman Batman and the and the Phantom Batman mm-hmm. uh, I watched that one. I was like I was scared oh yeah I was scared in that one I was like oh my god this is so dark this is not the Batman I'm
0: used to yeah you're not used to the other like jokey Batman yeah. that you see
1: and so like that turned me on really to just being like Batman is dark like I love Batman like Batman is Dark. It is as dark history as dark stories. It oh, is...
0: so staying on this, we'll get back to Justice League in a yeah. minute. Um, but there is a one of my favorite of the DC animated films is uh, it's Flashpoint, mm-hmm. and Flashpoint is one of my favorite like story arcs. Um, Flash, right? And lo- long story short, uh, Flash goes back in time and kind of screws everything up. Um, or messes with time and screws everything up, creates an alternate universe, and in the animated version of this, like it's crazy, like it's crazy how things mix up. So um, in this version, um, so uh, uh, instead of his parents dying for Batman, um, Bruce dies. And so his dad becomes Batman who kills people with guns and his mom becomes the Joker, which is pretty wild. That's awesome. It's a, it's super awesome. Um, So that's effectively what happens in in, in that storyline. And so Batman's dad uh thomas wayne is just like shooting people he's just a murderer on like uh like just a pity vengeance tour to like get rid of crime in gotham by like literally snuffing it out yeah uh it's wild and if you watch the animated version of it like the other part that comes in with the animated version is this like battle between um effective like atlanta atlantis and um the amazonians mm. that is like a wildly bloody valley uh battle that like the you know batman the, this alternate version of batman like the flash have to try and like stop because they're like pitted rivals and people are just getting murdered everywhere that and sounds it's amazing it's crazy but it is like it's the realities of the situation of like war <laughs> essentially yeah. yeah um that you do not like but the the marvel versions of all these things are like y17 rated mm. like they're all in good graces like yeah. anybody can watch it and yeah i don't recommend for adults they are very kid friendly
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: very much so um so but back to justice league so like starting it off right right off the get the get yes. go so we saw the intro like kind of it was effectively the ending of batman v superman yes you see the death of superman um and it's a lot of like a lot of what you see in this very beginning is similar to stuff you've already you already saw kind of in the first Justice League, mm-hmm. though there is more extent, like a lot of extension in scenes mm-hmm. like seeing Bruce or Batman, like traveling uh, to try and find uh, the Aquaman, the Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's and it's a lot of like slow mo. Yeah, there's significantly more slow mo in this film, but that's. Kind of akin to a Zack Snyder film so Yes, if you remember the movie Three Hundred, it's all slow mo and abs. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of that in yeah. this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like the 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 very beginning isn't so much noteworthy, right? I would argue um, only because you're not really you're not really seeing anything new. It's not say. it's not a huge
1: change, like you said. It's just a, a couple scene extensions, uh, the way it's shot. Um a little more of the travel behind it. Um, I think where it starts to change is where we're introduced to the flash.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I was reading some I was reading some reviews. Well, actually, before we go into that, yeah, uh, the one thing that I thought was really like a, a good point of like how it's so different and also still so very captivating where because there there is a lot of scenes in it where like if you look at it in a hindsight, you're mm-hmm. like, this didn't have to be in here. But it was so, like when uh, when he first meets Aquaman, yeah, and Aquaman is like, "All right, I'm like, I'm gonna piece out of here." Yeah, like,
1: he fucking takes his shirt off, walks, sh- 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 yeah,
0: takes his shirt off, <laughs> slow mo, drinks some whiskey, slow mo, br- uh, smashes the bottle, waves crash in, and he disappears into yeah. the sea. Um, but then there's this like coral of Sing- Icelandic singing, yeah, that like carry him off into the ocean, and and I remember like looking at you, and be like, "What was that?" Yeah. And it was one of those scenes where I'm like, that was really unnecessary to have. But, like, it, it again, goes back to, like, tone setting. And it sets such a really interesting tone because he's, you know, they they kind of elaborate a little bit more into the idea that Aquaman is this, like, the savior. Mm-hmm. Um, that during the hard times, because it's these, like, remote fishing villages, yeah. he brings them fish. He brings them food so they can live and survive. And, and they're fishermen that get stuck out in sea. <laughs> and eventually one of their fishermen yeah. that, like... Which I don't think was in the old movie. Was it? I, I, can't, I think it was. I, I can't remember. I think it was. But regardless, awesome scene nonetheless. Yeah. Um. There's a fisherman that's like trapped at sea and he saves him. And then he like carries him into this bar, slams slaps him, him on slams the it onto the table and he goes, he's buying. Yeah. And gets a, just takes a bottle of Does booze. Doesn't even
1: a glass. He Or the bartender pours him a glass. He drinks that and then takes, takes the, the bottle. bottle. <laughs> he's like, put it on his tab. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but no, like, you know, like you said, uh, uh, that extended scene of, of the people singing behind him, it, it does put the emphasis on on Aquaman's characters, just like he is an important person to these people here. And, th- you know, that supports the the idea uh, later on in the film when they you know, he's being told, like, you're more than just half man, half Atlantean, like you are you are a king. You just need to act like it. You just need to take up the mantle. Like, people will look up to you. And he doesn't want that. He fights that this whole time. And then,
0: you know... Yeah. yeah. And then kind of, like, towards the end, he owns it a little bit more. And I think the hard part to, like, kind of conceptualize with some of this, too, is, like, you have to almost transport yourself back... Like, imagine this film back into 2017. Oh, yeah. Because... You know, post this movie, we also saw like Wonder Woman. We had Aquaman. So they could dive into a little bit more of the backstory to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be, it would have been such a great one to have the Snyder cut first because it does kind of, it, like you're saying, it does with, with Willem Dafoe, how could you have possibly ever cut <laughs> him out of a movie? Right. Uh, but it brings Willem Dafoe into it as kind of this like pseudo fa- father figure that's like, hey man, like exactly what you said. You are more than just these individual parts. Like yeah. you need to, like you're a king. Um, the king of the Atlanteans, yeah, and like you kind of have to take that role, yeah. Um, but it it does dive a little bit further into this like this thing that he has because he eventually has this conversation with Wonder Woman, um, a cou- couple different points of like how the the Atlanteans and the Amazonians don't like each other that they have kind of been in battle before, um, as well as like both both Wonder Woman and Aquaman in the film are kind of struggling with being outcasts mm-hmm. effectively kind of self-supported outcasts to a certain degree or not self-supported but like self-inflicted outcasts yeah um because like aquaman feels betrayed by the atlanteans because he thinks that they killed his mom yeah um and, and w- they just
1: abandoned him on on land yeah they just like abandoned him
0: yeah um he's like so what do i need them for yeah. just kind of the thing
1: he's like my dad raised me by myself i don't need this shit
0: yeah Right, he's kind of he's very much has this like loner personality, mm-hmm. and if you were to you know, and then if you were to watch Aquaman, then it makes, it makes more sense. sense. Yeah, uh, but you don't you don't have any context into it. Like yeah. having like God, it sucks that this wasn't the thing that we got oh, originally f- for sure. Because just to, like just to have like to be able to watch this film and go like Oh, there's some like there's some tension between what Aquaman is, which is a reoccurring theme mm-hmm. throughout this entirety of the movie for a lot of the characters actually, is um, but there's this tension for like trying to him accept who he is and what he is, um, that then would kind of lead you into being like, Well, I want to know more about this story. Yeah. Because it's not the same like blonde, green pant, yeah. orange tank top wearing Aquaman that we all make fun of. Yeah. This is like a a legitimate character with with like trials and tribulations underneath his belt. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. Like there's character development there that you didn't get before, other than being like uh, yeah, he's hot and uh, has a great body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it the just smolder, the smoldering hot guy.
1: It just sucks that the that you know we didn't get this to start, and then we got a half-assed Aquaman movie to follow up. I actually didn't mind it. it I it was entertaining, but
0: I I felt I felt if Zack Snyder was in charge, <laughs> it would have been different. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think like I, I'm just thinking about like if Zack Snyder was to DC as um Kevin Feige is to Marvel. Like I can only imagine what type or Kevin Feige? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige. Yeah. I was like, is it Kevin Feige or the Russo brothers? I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> um but to have like to take the helm of this overarching franchise and creating a vision of like how all multi like essentially following in the footsteps of what Marvel is doing, though mm. different. Yeah. Um, to to have this overarching theme with multiple movies and like this big cinematic universe, like if 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 it, Justice League was supposed to be the jumping off point to that, like the Snyder version of it would be so fucking awesome. Yeah, It'd be so awesome. And it, yeah, it's just it's really upsetting. Kind yeah. of to think about like yeah. the, the 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 situation as a whole. Yeah,
1: because we because we can't go back and do it now. We it's it's too late. Like the, we got the 2017 version and the films that followed, and then we got the film that we should have got to start
0: to initially kickstart the the
1: bigger ordinance of the franchise.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it would have made more sense. Yeah, like look like seeing having this film as like the starting point to it because. Actually, now that I say this, Wonder Woman came before Justice League, if I remember yes. right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: Batman, the the three Supermans, the two, the Batman and the Batman versus Superman, and one Wonder Woman came before Justice League. That's right.
0: That's right. Um, yeah, because at the end of Batman, Superman was kind of this, like, here's, we need to assemble a team. Yes. Effectively. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's more out there.
0: So... Now, let's hop back, hop into it. So, we kind of covered Aquaman, Mm -hmm. um, Flash. Flash, baby. That first scene was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. And I was reading a bunch of like reviews and stuff, and everyone was like, oh, that was such a, such a like um, uh, Zack Snyder stroking his like slow mo ego type of thing. But I think about it and be like, this is like a perfect Barry moment. Um, Now, I wish they, it, it kind of sucks that so they introduce iris kind of in a way Mm -hmm. um though i don't think they actually went by name
1: i don't think they gave her one yeah Yeah. so she was
0: just undisclosed (laughs) person in pet shop yeah um but the, the the barry allen and iris west are like two characters that are very important to each other in the story of flash which the movie that's supposed to be coming out, I can only imagine is going to dive into it. Mm-hmm. They have to. Yeah, it's they're they're integral within each other. Um, But the <laughs> that was just such an awesome scene because it's so it's so indicative what of like who Barry is like effectively late to a job interview, and this is kind of him pre being like a you know working as a forensic scientist. Mm-hmm. So, but we <laughs> we see him trying to apply for a job at a pet shop. And, be, you know, kind of slow-mo lock eyes with Iris West. And as he's doing that, there's, you know, a car crash that is effectively sending Iris West flying yeah. out of this car. So what does Barry do? Immediately slows, slow like speeds up or time slows down effectively. And he like, he saves her. And there's like this truck hits like a, there's a big truck that hits like a, a hot dog stand. <laughs> So there's, like, hot dogs flying all over the place, which I'm going to argue is a, maybe a little bit of an allusion to wieners. Yeah, it's totally. Like it's, a, to it's, a, wieners. it's a boner movement. they <laughs> a boner moment. and But he, like, so graciously, like, saves Iris, sets her down, grabs a hot dog, puts it into his pocket. And then goes back in the store. And it goes right back into the store. Yeah. And so the store clerk is like, what is happening? And you see, Barry like, Barry sitting down, like, all the dogs, like, all of the dogs like jumping all over him and <laughs> he's just like, "Oh wow, what a crazy thing that just <laughs> happened. I can't believe it." <laughs> and then he's like, "And I always bring a snack just in case." And pulls a fucking hot dog out of his pocket. <laughs> like it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um and I really like again, you know, there's only so much you can do within a movie and unlike with the Marvel movies where you introduced characters within their own films and series of films, um mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had to kind of do the best that they can yeah at the moment um especially with snyder like having to do like reshoots and all of these things like you can only do so much right um so i would love to have more of like the very very backstory especially like showing how he got his powers would be really cool Mm -hmm. um and but i do appreciate that they like introduce his dad yes um so for that's important it's a huge it's a huge i mean it's massive important aspect to the story of Barry. Yeah. So for those that don't know with the flash um, part of it is essentially reverse flash. There's a lot of speedsters in the flash universe. So just kind of bear with me on that one. Uh, There's a significant amount actually. (laughs) Um, But with um, with what happened is effectively, there's somebody in the future that hates Barry Allen and wants to kill him and just make his life a living hell who goes back in time, kills his mom And effectively frames their dad. And so now his dad is in jail and Barry's like, I know you didn't do it, but no one's going to believe, no one believes the story of like how his mom died. Yeah. And that's effectively it. So they introduce his dad in the movie, which they did in the old one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the old one, they didn't introduce that story, that backstory, right? They just
1: talked about his dad being in prison.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really talk about like the why. Yeah. And they, it's quick. And so if you're not paying attention, you can definitely breeze over it. Mm -hmm. But he'd see like, he's like, I know you're not guilty of, you know, for killing, for killing killing, mom. mom, Yeah. And, And so it's like, I think that's the one line that they give it. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're left with. I
1: really like his, his little hints that he threw in. Cause like, you know, again, if, if you follow it enough to know the backstory of each character, each character has little clues. Like, in Snyder's cut he's throwing little clues here and there and you're like wait I know where this goes and yeah. like I know where this goes and like oh
0: yeah I fucking love that well there it's it's definitely like it's definitely a product of fanfare or like fan service to yeah. a certain point mm-hmm. like one it's it's a complete I mean it's it's a far more complete film um, and then because I mean the, the whole basis of how this movie came to be was fans being like this sucks yeah like <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really bad. And like, we already suffered through a, some pretty crappy Superman movies. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Hey, right. And then eventually, you know, we know this. Yeah. You know, hopefully, you know, the story of what happened, but, you, you know, Zack Snyder eventually makes this this new addition to it yeah um so there's definitely like the fandom behind it was like probably a pretty strong driving force to be like we should probably include a little fan service for the people that know more than just surface level from previous movies mm-hmm. um or just the casual movie goer yeah so it's kind of one of those like little tip of the hat uh we're like very much so. they're like hey this is his origin story loosely like kind of vaguely explained where people are like oh good they noted it yeah um, and there's a lot of stuff in this movie that if you are like, if you ever, if you know some of the story or some of the comics and lore, then you're definitely like, oh, they talked about it mm-hmm. and they brought up this thing. <laughs> um, and like, you know, when they first referenced like the anti-life equation, I was like, oh, you were so excited. Because I that was <laughs> yeah. so unexpected to me. So unbelievably unexpected. Because that's like, that's such a it's such an, like an ethereal concept with even within like the comic book franchise or the comic books where it's like, there's so much story to that. And it's like, um, like with dark, like with dark side, that's like, that's a big aspect to some of his storylines as Mm -hmm. well Is kind of this like ultimate thing that he's trying to, to, to find to have ultimate control over everything. Yeah. Right. Because there is, there is the life equation, which long story short, it's just literally a mathematical equation that when you put it together kind of can create life. And so in Darkseid, in the comics in Darkseid, he was like, well, there has to, if there's, if there's, there's always, a life, a, there, there's, there's a yin and a yang yeah. in within the universe. And so he concluded that if there is a life equation, that there must be a, a, an anti-life equation, which is a real thing. And they pretty much ex- like noted that that exists on Earth, literally. <laughs> it is literally carved into the surface of the Earth in this movie. And That would, that was so cool to be like, whoa, like that's a huge storyline that exists. And they like touched on it. That's amazing. Like, that's so amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's similar to the infinity, like infinity gauntlet to Thanos. Like there's a lot of parallels that you can make a lot with like, oh, for sure. With the franchises because they're, I mean, they're effectively, everyone's stealing off of each other in Mm -hmm. the, you know, in the sixties and fifties and sixties and stuff. Um, As they're kind of going through this, like. Um, Adam Warlock, which they kind of loosely referenced in the Marvel's movie, Marvel movie is especially is essentially space Superman. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, so there's a lot of fan service. And so within like the, that flash scene where they kind of referenced it, I was like, yes, thank you. Like, thank you for doing that. Yeah. And it even kind of goes into like eventually him talking about wanting to become like a forensics, like a forensic mm-hmm. investigator, which is kind of the, what he eventually does, um, or work in forensics, I should say. Um, and it's it's awesome, right? And and then throughout the uh, Barry gets more, I think. Screw, he gets way more screen a time. a lot.
1: He in comparison from the first movie, he gets a lot of screen time.
0: Yes, and they use him as kind of this like jokey comic relief, which is perfect because that's also what he is. Yeah. Now it's very. I think the comedy aspect of, like the DC universe, can probably use a little work, mm-hmm. um, for the most part because, like. The goofiness of the Flash, I think, kind of falls a little flat to a certain degree. Um, I think for the for the most part, but because I like Flash is my favorite superhero, yeah, um, I kind of like appreciated it probably more than the average person would. Yeah. Where I was just like, yes, I'm like yes, you're playing true to the character. I love <laughs> it. Um, but
1: if you look at the whole series of characters, right, Barry Allen is the funny guy. One hundred percent. The rest of them are all serious. None of them have a funny bone, or you know, a funny bone to 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 tickle, you know, with interacting with other characters. Barry Allen is the guy. So yeah. you know, for them to to make him the funny guy, like in this film, it was perfect. Does it fall a little flat, of course, to people who are not inept with the Flash? Yeah. But like, I like the humor, and I like, the Flash isn't my favorite character, but I got it. You know, it's. Just, I I think it's not going to be. The humor level that marvel has and i don't think it should be because like you said earlier dc is darker yes i it's, agree it's not meant to be as funny like it's it falls on dark days all the time yes so yep i i think if barry allen is the only one that has the comic relief i think that'd be perfect because the, it stays true to dc comics
0: yeah it stays, stays yeah 100 stays true to dc and it also stays it stays true to what the justice league is mm-hmm. like if you think about all of the characters i mean it's it's like the main i guess the main characters right we have one wonder woman superman cyborg which arguably depending on how you look at it cyborg could sometimes be a goofy one Mm -hmm. um if you think more i guess more towards like the young justice type of thing um then you have what i say batman wonder woman bat superman aqua aquaman um who the fuck am I missing? I'm We're missing somebody.
1: a lantern. Oh well, yeah, and then
0: <laughs> well, we'll we'll ignore the lantern for right now, but Martian. at least at least yeah, Martian Manhunter, um, and and uh, and eventually Sam? Yes. Eventually, eventually, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, technically, technically everybody, everybody becomes she becomes a Justice League, ma- a Justice League member, uh, but the kind of the founding, the, the founding would be the, founding, the first six, five, six. It, it, the the founding is um, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, the Flash, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and I'm Aquaman, mm-hmm. so it's seven. So it's a f- like the founding seven members yeah. are kind of like the 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 beginning of it all. Um, and if you look at all of those minus the Flash, and depends on the Green Lantern, I think it's uh, usually it's John. Is it John Stewart? I think is the name of the the or Hal or Hal Jordan. Yes, I forget which one it is. I think it's Hal. It might be Hal Jordan. So Hal Jordan's kind of like, he is a little bit of like somewhat com- comic relief, but he's kind of the, he's like a cocky, mm-hmm. he's like the cocky jock type of dude. Um, So he has some of his like banter in that lens. Yeah. At least when it was, I haven't really read much on Green Lantern. So don't come at me if I'm wrong. Um, but Also
1: Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern is probably not the best. We don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about the
0: the terribleness that was that movie the CGI suit a rough CGI suit <laughs> which is largely unnecessary um as well as uh what my guess is a poor attempt at a Sinestro as well as a um that was uh, such a terrible as well as a horrible a horrible attempt at um oh my god uh parallax which the, is the like the entity that is the yellow yeah. lantern yeah like, ugh, you, you can't even talk about it. Like, it's so bad.
1: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was rough to watch.
0: I mean, I guess it it kind of depends on how you want to look at it. Like, there was a big uproar in the Green Lantern movie when they made Parallax, like a spider or something like yeah. that. And we were like, what the hell? Yeah. Something, it was like a, Yeah, something like that. Like, a spider, <laughs> spider-esque thing. Um, but Barry Allen is, is very much that, like, largely the comic relief. And so I really appreciate the fact that they used him in that sense, too, in this because he is just, like... I mean, you think of like a, a person on like crack, mm-hmm. like speed. Like he literally is that person where he's just like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Always on the go, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, right? I love like, you know, when when Batman comes to find him, he's like, he gets into the car and he's like, he's like, "You got quite the appetite." He's like, "Oh yeah, I just burned a million calories." Like, you know, blah blah blah. He's like, "So I'm always Slamming constantly a eating, whole pizza. like eating a pizza inside like I don't know, like a two hundred thousand dollar car. That's a five hundred thousand <laughs> if not more, <laughs> like." okay
1: okay the gripe we both had
0: you have that car there why the fuck would you cgi it out i know so the weirdest thing about that is they so they hop into this car and they're like "Oh, time to drive off to the batmobile or the bat cave or yeah. whatever and they like get into the car start to drive away and then when it pulls out into the street it turns into a cg car yeah and then it's like very obviously a CGI car because then everything else on the street is CGI too yeah. with all the other cars. And they like, they just don't move. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what is happening right yeah. now?
1: It was, it was bad. It's just like, come on, come on. It's, it, it's
0: Mercedes. It's insured. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. This, the, this, I know that there is a, definitely a big issue with the CGI in this movie um, because of a lot of like the edits and cuts and, yeah. you know, everything that they had to do with it. So, I mean, even like, you know, we'll get to Cyborg, but even Cyborg was moments of it where I'm like, <laughs> it's a little rough, rough around the edges on that one. Oh. Um, but so, but going back to, to Barry Allen or the flash, like I also really liked the fact that they made him like they, they added into like this consistent thing about his, about his dad, mm-hmm. um, which he came back and forth a couple times. Right. And kind of this duality Similar to Aquaman, and again, this is a reoccurring theme of how Barry Allen effectively struggles kind of with how can he help his dad, like, as well as, like, with the powers that he has of, like, how to use them and and who he is, Mm. which at the point was kind of, like, you know, somewhat of a crime fighter, not so much, and just kind of, like, vaguely used his powers, like, randomly, um, and you know even towards like the to the end of the film he like there's this big like thought process right you think of like you know as someone dies it's the the last things that like your life flashes before your eyes mm-hmm. and he is he goes through this like sequence of like thinking about his dad thinking about like his dad kind of telling him he could be whatever he wants to yeah. be if he really believes in himself. Um, and that's ultimately like the thing that kind of pushes him over the edge to kind of break the rule, which is moving faster than the speed of light to change time. Yeah. Um, that it's okay to do like, I need to do this to save the world. Yeah. Type of thing, um, which I think was awesome. Like what a, what, a, what an awesome way to kind of tie that whole little bit of that story together um, ultimately. And yeah, I'm all bored. I yeah. love it.
1: Uh, and again, like I, 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 I had a little bit of a, uh, of a of a distaste for it just because I, I thought it was like an extra long monologue scene very much so but i told it like having heard it you know i was like i get it i i get why they're putting this in there it makes sense it's you know that that defining moral moment where he's like i have to do this for not just myself not just for the team but for the world, for the planet, like it has to be done. Yeah. Otherwise, there's what? What am I? What am I fighting for? Yeah. And so, like, it it all makes sense. Like, yeah, like you're saying, it, his that that portrayal of his character was great. Was, was amazing.
0: It was so good. Yeah. I love it. Um, so then, so we got Aquaman and the Flash, mm-hmm. and then let's what, hit Cyborg. You want to hit Cyborg? Let's hit Cyborg. Cyborg is the 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 reason this movie exists Mm -hmm. and the fact that they that joss wheaton changed the concept like changed his character and effectively cut him out of the movie like i understand why ray fisher is so pissed off i mean amongst other things Mm -hmm. um but like the the, we can't i can't stress enough how integral the story of cyborg is and i mean he is the hero of the film he's the story he's the story yeah like there's, it's effectively side plots happening around him because he is so mm-hmm. important to how the story works. Um, so, I mean, it is a significant amount of that film or a significant amount of scenes either added or reshot to put him back into the movie mm-hmm. in, in such a grand way. Mm-hmm. Um, and to add into this, like, so for the story of Cyborg there, I mean, there's a lot to this one and I think it's really important as to like this, the character development, he actually has a character. Yeah. Like in the, in that first, that 20, 2017 film, like he, he just exists. He's just, as like he a, just shows up and he's there. He just exists as like a bitter guy <clears throat> yeah. who was like, Oh, his dad experimented on him. Yeah. And that was kind of it. And
1: that's what we're told too. Right. It's like, Oh, my dad just experimented on me. When in reality we find out through this cut, it's like, there was way more that happened than my dad just testing some theory. Yeah. Like, so,
0: yeah, and so <clears throat> um Silas, I think is his name, mm-hmm. is is Cyborg's dad. Um who oh, man, I always forget Cyborg's character's name. Uh it's going to bother me, but fuck. I'll look it up later. Um but so what you what you for the the backstory which is what it is in the comics as well as how it is in the movie which is really nice is Um, he was a football, like a football star. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of show these like highlight reel of him, like, you know, winning the game effectively. And he's on, he's on this like car ride home where he's talking to his mom and it kind of establishes the, the, the dynamic between him and his dad, which is his dad's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, his dad is a scientist who is effectively working at star labs, which is also a future where Barry Allen uh, starts to work. Um, and he is working on kind of the alien technology from when one of the Superman movies, kind of when General Zod was here. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he's done. That's what he does. And he's always there and he's always working, but he's never there for his son. Uh, his son. So within the film, there's a car crash that happens that effectively kills his mom and severely um, injures uh, Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I got to look up the name because it's, it's going <laughs> to... I can't keep referring to him as Cyborg because I don't... I know everybody else's name except his. Cyborg. Um, Cyborg. Not from the UFC. <laughs> Chris? Victor. What is it? Vic- Victor Stone. Victor Stone. That's right. Okay. Victor Stone Victor. is Cyborg. There we go. Now we're back. Um, So they get into a car crash. Now Victor is like severely injured in this sense, like legs gone, arm gone. Like these th- is essentially a torso with a head. And so his father or Silas comes to the hospital and being like, I am not going to let you die. So you start to kind of see like, even though he is an absent father, he still cares about him. There's still yeah. enough love, at least love in him that he's like, I cannot see my son go through this. And so he uses, Um, Some of the technology from one of the mother boxes to actually like integrate him, integrate him into the alien technology. And so that's what cyborg is. Mm -hmm. So then kind of, they go into like these post scenes or not like post post that incident where they kind of, and this is where you start to see within the, the 2017 film is he's just this like brooding guy who hates that he's like a machine. And they don't really talk about his powers. Mm-mm. They don't really talk about anything other than he can kind of like integrate into technology. Yeah. And that's like kind of it. Um, but what you what they eventually do is they go into like what his powers are kind of through his dad talking to him. Yeah. And explain like you don't realize the power that you have and the the person that you're going that you can be is gonna be how you don't use your power in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, And it kind of goes through this really cool thing of like this like digital virtual world of him like looking at bank accounts and like changing money and following somebody who was like like somebody who's going through a hard time. Yeah. And helping her out. And what happens like she's like loses her apartment. Her her apartment. Yeah. Like she's got a kid. And so she. Multiple
1: kids I think. And like yeah it's like there's an eviction notice. There was she had to put stuff back on the grocery shelf because she couldn't afford it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so and it. The, the, again, this is character building where it's like you you meet him kind of as this brooding guy who kind of is like pulled away, this recluse away from the world. Learns that he actually has, par- he has these powers that are way more, way vaster than what he originally thinks they are. And you see him like empathize with somebody going through a horrendous situation and he saves him. Mm-hmm. He puts a bunch of money into this lady's bacon count so that way she can survive yeah um and like you see there like freak out and like an excitement and joy and just like this elation of like i'm not going to starve and i'm not going to be homeless mm-hmm. so you're kind of like okay this guy is more than just hatred for the rest of, for the world um and part of this you know same thing with barry same thing with aquaman but even more so is like this character development of his like strong like battle with again this duality of like am i a monster Am I a man? Like who, who, and what am I? And that's heavily explored throughout this film to such a degree that it's almost criminal that it was not incorporated oh, in the yeah. first film.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. To to <laughs> the amount of character development that you'll see, you know, if you or you did see if you're if you've already watched this before listening to us is mind blowing at how it was removed. Yes, it's it's essentially not having a character at all, and then just sticking something in the film for film's sake, like filler. Yeah, it's it was grotesque
0: that that they did that. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, I mean, part of the other part to it is like so. Again, there's they tie a lot of him in because really, uh, like what a lot of this comes down to is like at the end of it, it's his dad still has one of the mother boxes. And he knows that they are like, eventually they learn like that, you know, uh, Steppenwolf is after them. And, um, Silas has like kept it at their house mm-hmm. essentially because yeah. he was like, I'm afraid of what people are going to do if they discover what it is and how they can, how to use it, yeah. where, which is effectively what he's trying to do as well. Mm-hmm. He's trying to understand this alien technology, which kind of continue. Uh, we'll go back into that. Um, and so, but it's a lot of this like cyborg and his dad, how they interact and how eventually like they come around. And ultimately his dad like kills himself. Yeah. Um, or kind of sacrifices himself is a better way to describe it um, for the greater good within this like within this moment. Um, and has this like very touching moment with his son where even after the fact, like and I think this is also another really powerful part is um, at at one point um, his dad comes in and is like kind of talking to him and he's like, you know, you need to like, you can be out there as like, kind of, he's like, Sad music, hand on the window, looking out as like kids Raining, are playing yeah, yeah. as like kids are playing in the street, and he's like, I could I was once one of them. Um just well, all he needed was like a single tear and you would be That'd have been perfect. It'd
1: <laughs> be so stupid. Out of the electronic side though. Yeah. <laughs> it Just sparks and like sizzles and stuff. That would have been
0: amazing. <laughs> he's like, I can't cry either, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um but he sets down this like little tape recorder, which yeah. is like which is what explains his powers. And then he crushes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it doesn't,
1: it's, so the, yeah, he crushes it before it even, it gets to that
0: point. And yes. then, and then know. after the fact, yeah. then he, you know, towards the end, he saves the world. He comes back into like the apartment to see this crushed tape recording. And he like fixes it yeah. and listens to it. And it's like, it adds that like extra moment now knowing that his dad's not there. And that. he had like, <gasps> and he had that little change of heart because he was like, he started to realize like, My dad's not this, this villain that I thought he was. And he has this, he actually starts to get this love for his, his dad again. And then it's like these almost like parting words that he finally gets to hear at the end of it to kind of like solidify, like I am who I am. And it's like the, the, the culmination of all of the entire thing that happened in the story for Cyborg to be like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I can do. And like its acceptance, essentially, at the end of that, yeah. at, at the end of that, and that's it was so good, so good. It's so
1: important too. It was so important.
0: And again, it goes back to this like unbelievable, like almost like <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like a hardcore fanboy getting pissed about it, but like it's so frustrating that that was not originally in the movie. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Yeah, like I don't understand. Um. So, but what I was going to go... Any, any Actually, I should say, anything else you want to kind of add into like the cyborg thing?
1: Um, No, you know, I, th- I think we touched on it like basically covering, the, you know, the ideas of like what we didn't have in the first film is completely covered in the second film. Like yes. everything you need to know as a starter for who Cyborg is, is there.
0: They make him a character. They they literally make him oh, a character. Oh, that's what I
1: wanted to say. I, I appreciated how... They not only did they develop, but they focused the Flash, Cyborg and a little bit more of like Aquaman's growth and development versus focusing on the main characters who we've grown up with. Wonder Woman, Batman and Superman. Yeah. Like, you know, when when Superman comes back, it's not a like it's not a like, oh, we got to dive in. on Like, we know about Superman. We don't have to worry about that. We get to see Wonder Woman in the beginning. We know about Wonder Woman. We get to touch back again on the Amazonians though, which I thought was really cool. I thought that was really fun. Um, and then Batman, we know about Batman. We don't need to focus too hard. So I really like that the focus was again on those three more so than the other three.
0: Yeah. I mean, even in, even in the entirety with like, you no know, Ben, the uh, Ben Affleck Batman mm-hmm. is, I really appreciate that they didn't do another origin story for him mm-hmm. because We've seen it. We know it. Everybody knows Batman's origin story. His yeah. parents are dead, and bats. Yeah, and now he's a crime fighter. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need any more to it.
1: Is his name Batman? What? It's Batman, right? Is it Batman? I think it's Batman. I think it's Batman. I can't we should, remember. We should have put an origin story. Oh, dang it!
0: If only we knew. God damn it! Um, and same. Like, we had to. We had a Superman movie prior. About two Superman movies, kind yeah. of prior. Um, so we get a little bit of idea of that but again Superman is one of the most iconic mm-hmm. superheroes like we all know something about him. So he's an alien.
1: His name's and, Kal-El.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's an alien. His name's Kal-El. He was uh raised by humans and learned humanity from them. Superman. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Done. I mean you had an entire you had an entire TV show about him as a youth. Smallville. Like Smallville. <laughs> so here you go. Like, you're good. You're fine. Move on. And then same Wonder Woman again is one of those very classic characters that like had him. We had a TV show like back in the day. Like we kind of know who she is. We know what Amazon, like, you know, the Amazon story, like, yeah. and that's where she come from. And you know, truth telling lasso and metal gauntlets. And mm-hmm. there you go.
1: I think she got those from Jeff Bezos,
0: the metal gauntlets or the truth telling lasso. Both. <laughs> yes. The, Amazon prime. Amazon do. prime. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think it is fantastic from like a movie side that you actually are starting to you get you get less of the stuff you already know and more of the things you don't. Um which is like Aquaman, which is Batman or sorry, not Batman. We know Batman. Um the Flash mm-hmm. and Cyborg. Yeah. And I think Cyborg is probably the most important of them all because I think less people know about him. Agreed. Um than anyone else unless like unless you watched like Teen Titans or, you know, you know about the young, ju- like the young justice. Well, which is a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless you don't know about those, like, like you, you had, of you would be like, who the hell is cyborg?
1: Yeah. Well, I, which I mean, probably 90% of the fan base that watched the first cut was like, who the fuck is cyborg?
0: Oh yeah. 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 A hundred percent. So then, um, but so then what I wanted to kind of move on into then, since we kind of referenced Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. Steppenwolf gets character development. Yes. Yes. Like, it's amazing. So in the first movie, you see Steppenwolf. And one, unless you know, like, unless you read comics, you probably don't know who Steppenwolf is. Yeah. Like, Steppenwolf is such an obscure character um, who serves no purpose other than to be literally a punching bag to Darkseid. And, like, he's technically Darkseid's uncle. Um, which is funny. And he's just a constant screw up mm-hmm. who dark side is just like, Ugh. you're like, you're literally alive because your family like get it together. Yeah. Um, but they, in, in the first film, he's just like this guy who kind of shows up. Yeah. They kind of allude to dark side, but never call him by name. Yeah. And then they, uh, and, and that he's just after these mother boxes, which are effectively this like super technology. That's kind of like magic, but not, mm-hmm. um, that when you put them together, they create this kind of cool thing uh, that destroys worlds. But even in the first movie, they don't really touch on... They don't explain all exactly yeah. anything of what
1: they are. They just say, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> don't whereas, let this happen. This is bad.
0: Whereas in the Snyder Cut, they actually talk about like... They explain what the one, what the mother boxes are. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, is kind of this like magic technology essentially. But they also then go into uh, Steppenwolf as to like what is his his reasoning for being there. And it's yeah. because one, we'd learned that he's a screw up and that he is trying to get back into the good graces of dark side, mm-hmm. who is essentially the ruler that of the place that he comes from apocalypse. And, and that this is one of many planets that he is trying to essentially like, uh, like n- astroturf into like, dark sides planet
1: yeah he owes him 50,000 planets yeah
0: (laughs) just think about that right so this is just one of the journeys that he has to he's he's on to be back into the good graces and and so that's like perfect we now know what the hell this guy is here for Mm -hmm. like awesome yeah he's not just some bad dude with no purpose that shows up and wants to
1: take over earth like every other bad guy
0: Yeah, yeah exactly right and then it also <laughs> introduces like some of dark side's minions um was it Desad, mm-hmm. um who's kind of like his he's he's their dark side's like torturer in chief essentially <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> effectively, it it's, a, it. it's effectively what he is um so they like show that he this guy exists they kind of paint this picture of this other world this like dark side's home world yeah. again apocalypse um and so you know that there's kind of like there's a military, right? Which are the parademons. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn that there's you know other people within his like, his like uh, council, yeah. Um, outside of Steppenwolf,
1: you learn where the parademons come from, and they're not just like a stormtrooper esque like we you know, and they in a factory, right? Like no, they're they're created by destroying worlds.
0: Yeah, they're like converted. Yeah, prisoners essentially. Yeah, um, which is fantastic. Like how cool is that? They actually learn a little bit about them. Yeah. Um, they they're go- not. They're also not just flying roaches with guns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> they kind of are in reality. Like they're 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 effectively hive mind. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but they, I mean, yeah, they're kind of still effectively roaches with guns.
1: But but they have a backstory. They, you, yeah. You don't just say, oh, they're roaches with guns. Like, oh no, they're formal. They're former citizens of destroyed or conquered planets yeah like, <laughs> fair yeah. right
0: even even the like the throwaway bad villain or bad character is gives us st- you get a backstory to yeah <laughs> like <laughs> there's so much more explanation in this goddamn movie um but yeah so you you start to learn like what is the motives of steppenwolf as to why he's here and then finally like, for the first, like, half of that movie, they don't even say Darkseid. And I'm just, like, I'm sitting there just, like, tense because I like, just say his goddamn name. Like, I just need to know that this dude exists. And in, like, the – and finally, like, in the early portion of the film, when they talk about, like, the battle between when Darkseid first came to Earth mm-hmm. and then had to fight, like, Man, Amazonian, and aqua- um Not Aqu- Aquaman. Aquamans. <laughs> Aquamans. um <laughs> Atlanteans. The, the Atlanteans. As well as they even show like, um, the gods show up. So you yeah. get like the Amazonian gods. So like Zeus is there. Zeus
1: is there. Uh, and then you uh, see like one. Ares is there. Um,
0: you see one of the Green Lanterns. Yeah, one of the lanterns shows up. Which is was it Kilowog? I think is the is the Green Lantern that you see the like pig guy.
1: Yes, I think so. Um, that poor dude got fucked up. Yeah. Um, Oh, fuck. There was a uh, there was a other uh, there was a couple other ones we got excited to see and I can't remember who they were. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't remember. Oh god damn it. Yeah, it's fine. Um
1: But that scene that scene uh, that scene was badass.
0: Yes. Except the one downfall <laughs> is they made Darkseid look like a bitch. Yeah. Like so within the comics, Darkseid is like super one of Superman's main big bad guys. And he is like a he's like a a universal threat in the sense that one he can literally just straight up travel through space and time mm-hmm. or space uh, with something called a boom tube, which they never call it that, and it makes me mad. I all oh, I wish they would have said boom tube because it's such a stupid name in such a serious movie. So all I wanted to hear was boom tube, <laughs> um, but you they want, didn't.
1: You want to ride my boom tube?
0: Yeah, <laughs> only if you bring some dudes. Only if you send some dudes. I'll
1: send some dudes first. Yeah, through the boom tube. <laughs>
0: So it's essentially just like a teleportation device, effectively. Um, but they never they don't call by name, and it's frustrating. But Darkseid shows up into this like big battle for essentially Earth, where mm-hmm. you have like me, like where, you know everyone that we were just talking about. Yeah, and he just gets his ass whooped. Yeah, and like it really paints a really bad picture of like how dangerous he is yeah i think if there's one major gripe that i have about the entirety of the film it's this one scene he yeah it 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 showed him to be weak his ass gets beat up yeah and so the other like and it, the thing that's frustrating is like he fights gods right which is fine uh, in in kind of canon dark side is a part of what's called the new gods um which are these like very powerful kind of like you know young blood mm-hmm. of god-like level powers and strengths And he just gets like slapped down, like a little kid. Yeah. And it was super annoying because then, like, he gets slapped down, and then like the parademons like carry him off. He's like, oh, uh, yeah,
1: like you you think he's gonna die? Like they're carrying him off. He's
0: bleeding out. You're like,
1: wait, Darkseid can't die. Like, like are they? Can't die that easily. There's no way.
0: Like, are they about to kill the ruler of a (laughs) like of of a a mass extinction level society? Yeah. Like. What the hell? Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we won. Congratulations!" And you're like, "That's like that. That really set a horrible tone for like how bad of a dude he is, yeah, um, and how powerful of a guy he is." Like,
1: real quick, do you think that they'll make him more evil the next come
0: round? They have to. Like, they right? Ha- they have to make him a threat. He's gonna have a chip on his shoulder for sure. Yeah, I mean that's pretty well noted throughout the entirety <laughs> of the film. But like. They, the, 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 they don't set the tone for, like the villain, the villain that he is, mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Like he goes toe to toe with Superman. Yeah, like that. That's a thing that happens. Um, and he just like, he goes toe to toe with everybody in like a fist fight. Mm-hmm. Though they did show the the Omega Beam, which is his like real cool like eyes zigzaggy thing, um, once, which I was like, thank God. <laughs> like the the other thing that he's known for. <clears throat> Uh, they finally showed great yeah. <laughs> though it was like for a split second and I was like oh there's more yeah like in that entire op- like epic battle scene I wanted it like laser shooting out of his eyes constantly but again maybe maybe
1: we are alluding to it in the future right and and like you said it's just the tip of the hat like hey this is what's coming true you know because like, you don't want you don't if if we're if we're gonna give more story dark side, we gotta make that movie longer. And obviously, that's not what he wanted because he wants to build on the franchise. So,
0: yes, but I mean, here's here's like further further into the film, they they talk about how like the 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 kingdoms of man, Atlanteans and Amazonians have kind of separated, mm-hmm. and they don't work together. And they and even Steppenwolf has made comments of, like made oh, yeah. comments about that. Where he's like, you're like they're all separated. They they're they're they're, fighting in, each they're other. infighting. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a cakewalk to take over this planet. And so what it should have really been was Darkseid being a legitimate ass threat in the very beginning when they first showed his existence, mm-hmm. and it was the culmination of these separate separate kingdoms coming together to be able to fight him off that's what it should have been and yeah. it was like the power of unity yeah. is the thing that like can fight evil type of stuff when we put our differences aside everyone wins <laughs> like that's what that should have been but it wasn't and they just they like kind of didn't talk about it you, yeah like that's something you have to kind of piece together yeah and and then they just slap them down and you're like god damn it yeah so the t- the tone for him is, is was bullshit. but. At the end of the day, I'm ecstatic at the fact that they even showed him. Um, Because, again, he is, like, when you think about, like, Justice League. And they drew his character
1: well, too. He
0: looked awesome. He looked really cool. He looks fantastic. He looked exactly like he should have been. Yeah. It's, like, it's the exact same thing with, like, Thanos. Like, Thanos was exactly what you wanted him to look like. Like, from the comic, weird chin, it was awesome. Yeah. They should have, that's, I think, in my opinion... Is that's how they should have done it, and like set him up as like this really big bad, where the like the unity or the coming togetherness was the thing that was able to stop him and kind of shoo him away until Mm -hmm. his inevitable inevitable return. (laughs) Um, But again, I'm just I'm happy that they they showed him, yeah, Um, because in the first film they they, I think they only say it once where he says for dark side or Steppenwolf says it and that was, like, the extent of it. Yeah. But they never, like, they never showed him. They never really referred to him by, by name. Mm-hmm. Um. You just kind of knew that there was something else out there, which I think can be good if the entirety of that film was good. Yeah. Uh, but it was but trash. It, it wasn't, yeah. So it, like, left a, a taste in my mouth <laughs> where I'm just like, I don't know that I want to care about what the next thing could mm-hmm. be because I don't know if I want to see the next movie if it's going to be anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um. But... Alas, here we are. Yeah. Um I you know, I wish I wish
1: we had the control of our memory to just wipe the twenty seventeen out of our brain. Just replace it? Just replace it with this
0: one. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um because then I wouldn't be so upset about the DC franchise. <laughs> it's true. I mean, other than like the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, like we're kind of Yeah. And then and then I would argue now the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um everything else is kind of
1: <laughs> yeah 1984
0: was trash um, admittedly I haven't watched it yet
1: don't don't fucking waste your time
0: I will I will watch it because just fucking put bleach in your eyes that's how good no, it feels to watch that fucking movie no. I, uh, I, will, I will watch it largely because I'm a, I'm a superhero fan yeah. I do like Wonder Woman um, I think Wonder Woman has a really cool character and I enjoyed the first Wonder Woman uh, I, I,
1: I was entertained by the first Wonder Woman.
0: I think I think it was really cool about them like introduce like introducing the gods mm-hmm. a little bit like more um, into like the whole storyline um, with with uh, uh, Ares. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really cool. Um, but I digress. <laughs> uh, I'll still watch it regardless, just because I again I want to know story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me
1: when you watch it, text me when you get to the what the fuck moment. Not the what the fuck good moment, like the what the fuck? What the heck? I, it'll come. I, I, I'm i
0: pretty sure I know where, but text mm-hmm. me when you get there. All right. That's fine. <laughs> um, but then, so then, um, I guess, carrying over into Wonder Woman, um, I love. Um, I liked it. Yeah. and th- There was definitely more, <clears throat> ad- there's added scenes to it. And again, more character development, at mm-hmm. least from this sense of like Wonder Woman. Again, you see her... This again, the, a little bit of this duality of like she left the yeah. right, the home of the Amazons, and there's a there's this scene where um, at the which is which is in the first one for the most part where you know thund- uh, I almost said thunderstruck, <laughs> I don't know where that came from,
2: um, <laughs>
0: uh, where Steppenwolf shows up, steals the mother box, like that whole scene yeah. is in the first one, you see it in the second one as well. But then there's an additional. We get to see Brooke Entz again. You see Brooke Entz again. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, but you, what follows that is kind of this ceremonial scene where they take this arrow that is supposed to light, um, essentially light a, a beacon to be like war is coming. Mm-hmm. And so there's this scene of like her mom um, shooting this arrow and being like, "Come back to us." And so again, it kind of layers layers in this idea of like they miss her she misses like wonder woman misses home and that it's something that like again development characters yeah um story right (laughs) oh crazy and so the the added scenes like that's an added scene that you get to see which is really cool um I i liked it yeah um she shoots it into uh like effective like a um ruins, mm-hmm. and it like lights this flame that she you know eventually Di- uh, Diana or Wonder Woman sees, and it was like, that's oh, the that's my message that's the message. Yeah. So she like, though the one thing that I will say with that whole scene is like she just like it's an active the police investigation because like a historical monument was just lit on fire. Yeah. There were only two cops there. And there's like two cops, and she just walks in. But the thing that I really liked is that, well, it walks in. Somehow that arrow is still there. Mm-hmm. She picks it up and she's like, and you kind of see this like longing look of like home type of thing. But then she somehow walks into this underground cavern beneath this thing that like puts the puts the arrow into the wall <sighs> and like, you know, mechanisms and stuff happen. And she goes into this like tomb, yeah. which shows side, which is really cool. And I was like, yeah, side. Right, we kind of like that was like our first confirmation that like, oh hell yeah, he's about to be in this movie. Um, and the other thing that I really liked about with Wonder Woman was like a lot of the banter that she had back and forth with like Alfred. Yes, um, which was awesome. That was great. <laughs>
1: that was so great. Um, I love the tea scene. That was hilarious. <laughs>
0: don't burn it. Okay, I won't. He's like, you do sure you don't want any? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's this entire scene where she's she's like making tea, and Alfred, you know, being English, goes, "Well, make sure you know yeah. you got to warm you know, put it in with the cup first, so that you know you don't burn the milk." And she's like, "Okay, are you sure you don't want any?" tea? He's like, "No, no, no, I don't want any." He's like, "Oh, right, well, don't see," and then she's like, starts to like put the tea, and she's like, "Well, you know, a little less than that. You don't yeah. need that much. Yeah, you don't need that. Just a, just a pinch." And he's don't like, "Don't burn it." Yeah, he's like over here micromanaging <laughs> how she makes tea he's over
1: her shoulder the whole time. <laughs>
0: And it's it, it again. It's one of those like scenes that's like you, it doesn't need to be there, yeah. But it feels right, it, it, like yeah. ultimately. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was a very,
1: uh, you know, what it, it was a good like tension cutting scene. Yes, you know, um, it, it, it brought it back to level. You were able to laugh, and then you went back to like the seriousness of the situation. You're like, all right, like let's we, let's develop a plan. Yep. Yeah. So it, it, that felt good.
0: Yeah, and then the. I, I wish I would have went back and watched the original one, but again, it had such a bad taste in my mouth because yeah. I can't remember <clears throat> if the scene, like, so it, the same thing in the first in the is in the first movie where there's like this like bank robbery kind of thing yeah. that she thwarts, <laughs> um, and I can't remember if they slow moed that in the first one or if it was the same of like her moving like freakishly fast. I think
1: they. I'm almost positive they slow moed it.
0: So yeah I can't remember. but regardless, yeah, I thought that scene was awesome, I uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought it was we were both like that was badass. yeah because, like I, I think one of the one of the things that they don't do in a lot of like superhero films, especially for people who can move like faster than human speed, mm-hmm. they either will like slow it down to show how fast they're moving in, rest- in like in comparison to like other things moving very slow, like bullets, mm-hmm. whereas, there were some still slow-mo scenes in this entire thing, but they actually showed our perspective of real life things moving really fast and then Wonder Woman like literally blurring because she's moving so fast to like blocking bullets from like massacring a room full of people. Yeah. And it looked it looks a little corny, admittedly, it kind of looked like a like an old like old Skyrim glitching out a little bit as like characters like warping through space and time, but it like it look, It was a, just a cool scene overall. To for to, to like to see it as if we would actually see something like yeah. that, and then all of the people in the room being like, "What just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt. You know, I felt like letting letting
1: it play out in our vision. It didn't cheese the slow mo of having to dumb down. Like like we know it's Wonder Woman. We know she has. She's got quick abilities. Like you don't have to slow it down for us. Like she's not lightning speed, like Superman or the flash, like that makes sense. But wonder woman, like, you know, like, yeah, she, she can move fast. We, it would be a blur to us. Like if you were to slow her down, which I think they did in the first one, it just, it felt super cheesy. It was just like, okay. It, it
0: felt overzealous. Yeah. Um. With, with a, with the slow-mo, but no, I, like, you know, both of us were just like awesome. I,
1: I felt that that scene was way more badass this time than it was in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't like, I can't remember to the full extent of, I, I mean, she, she fucking killed dudes like, which was well, awesome.
0: <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, I think you paused it at one point. Cause I was like, you, like, you know, these dudes are dead, right? <laughs> Cause she's like, she's like cartoon villainy, like punching somebody like across a room yeah. into like the second story level pillar. Yeah. And, and like we did pause it and we're like, oh, that's blood. They're for sure dead. That was the other thing. There's blood in this movie. Yes, <laughs> that there there wasn't blood in the first movie, um, which was really cool. Like there's blood in the super in the in the Wonder Woman scene, mm-hmm. which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, and then in uh, one of the Aquaman scenes, like Steppenwolf straight up cut somebody in half. Oh, yeah,
1: which did we not that dude bleed out. That was <laughs> which
0: did not happen in the first movie. And then you just see like half, like two halves of a person floating in water. <laughs> like it was gruesome as hell. Yeah. Um. I mean, it wasn't like, I didn't think it was gratuitous violence, but again, I, it was, it showed the gravity of the situation mm-hmm. where you're just like, yeah, this guy is a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and he just straight up chopped one of your like military men in half. Yeah. With his giant weird flaming ass. Mm-hmm. Ax. Ask. Ass. <laughs> his <laughs> giant flaming ass. <laughs> um, But the, yeah, so like with Wonder Woman, again, you kind of, I really liked the the additional scenes as well as kind of again painting this picture mm-hmm. of this like longing for home type of thing as well yeah. as home longing for her and uh, again this duality like a- aspect of like her accepting who she is as kind of like a like a forward-facing superhero in yeah. like the modern world not kind of in this like hidden away island of the of the amazonians. Yeah. Which is awesome. You know, it also makes sense too. Now, is
1: that when I made that comment while we were watching it, I was like, "Why the fuck didn't they give her the Valkyrie armor?" Now, it would have been way more useful. I get why you didn't respond because you haven't seen the fucking 1984 film. Yeah.
0: yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, because I was like, I'm like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I was like, they don't, they haven't done that at all. Yeah, because you 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 commented at a scene, uh, at the scene when they were uh, shooting the arrow, and I was like, what is it? what? Yeah, like, did I miss something? Yeah, I'm like, cause I'm watching it very <laughs> intently right now. <laughs> So that makes more sense now. Yeah. So I'll watch that and then I'll, I'll I'll come back and comment on it after yeah. the fact. Yeah, I think I just straight up ignored you. You did, and I was like, mm. "You're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, know I don't know, the, what's ha- I don't know the reference yet. I don't know what you're talking about." So shut, I'm just gonna <laughs> shut your mouth. We're both watching the same movie. Shh. <laughs> uh, yeah that that makes sense. Um. But I the one scene that I wish they would have kept in, mm-hmm. w- in relation to Wonder Woman was when they were at like the Batcave and uh they have aquaman like sit down and he starts talking about how he's like you know sometimes i wonder if it's just like i'm afraid of you know being king and like taking on that responsibility and everyone's kind of like looking around and he like leans under his butt and like pulls out the lasso and he's like oh (laughs) (laughs) that would have been good to keep in yeah like that would have been a good scene because like that's a that was a that's a really like funny scene yeah um to see like Aqu- like aquaman get like hit by the the lasso of truth. Yeah. Um though the other thing though is they actually use the lasso of truth. Yes. Um to have the dude like spill his guts about what the hell's happening. Yes. So I was like, "Oh cool. Like it actually serves a purpose
1: other than just grabbing things. Like it actually the lasso of truth is actually a lasso of truth and it <laughs> works. Like it's not just She whips it out and pulls people back. Like, no, there's a purpose to that fucking thing. (laughs) I was very excited about that, too.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, it worked. Yeah. Uh, It was great. And then
1: you find out some dark shit about that dude. And it was just like, we're here to just be anarchists and kill everybody. We don't care about the kids in the bank. It's like, oh,
0: fuck. We, like, straight up have no plan. We're here to murder. Yeah. Like, whoa. (laughs) Like, holy crap.
1: But, again, it's. DC makes it relatable to something that we experience or we see. It's like, you know, when you're dealing with a terrorist organization, they don't have a fucking plan. They just want to kill everybody. Like largely true. It's relatable. Yeah. So
0: I, I like it. Um, I love DC. (laughs) And then, I mean, Batman is Batman. Like nothing really, I think nothing much changes with, with his overall character other than they add a, we'll get to the epilogue. Um, but there's not much that they do no, really with. No, no, no.
1: I, I enjoyed the the joke that Batman makes to uh Barry and Aquaman when they're going through the um the cave. Um they're like, Oh, who's this? Oh, this is Alfred. I work for him. Like that <laughs> I, I was like, That's fucking hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um But yeah, I mean, largely like the the only other things that kinda change is the like nightmare scenes. Mm-hmm. Um with which they add con like they add more context to it, which is kind of nice um, that it's not just like a weird fever dream of yeah. Bruce Wayne's <clears throat> of like fear of what the future can behold. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like that was kind of nice. I mean, they also kind of parallel that when when uh, Cyborg gets like in the gets in the box in the in the mother boxes yeah. and the, the like the priestesses are talking to him about like, you know, what the world can be. And he kind of sees the future essentially or has like his own nightmare vision. Yeah. Um, God, I like that scene too. And
1: you know, he, he, he knows like he's not tricked by the idea that, you know, I can get my mother and father back. He's like, no, fuck you guys. They're dead because of you. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: He like pulls himself out of that. Um, (laughs) with the wonderful, uh, assist by Barry Allen. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, kind of going back into that. So like what we're talking about is at the very, towards the very end of the film. Um, so what's happening is, Cyborg is trying to kind of like connect with the mother boxes because he is of the same technology. And Barry Allen is effectively needs to give him like a push to be able to like a light get, speed like, push to get into them so that way he can kind of destroy it from the inside out. And this was also a really awesome scene, too, where like you in the in the in the original in the first <clears> film <throat> they kind of start to do that. Um, and they managed to kind of break it apart and pull it apart. But there is a moment in the movie where they combine, right? There's a lot of tension in this, in this scene. Cause you're just like, Oh my God, like, is it going to work? Like, are they going to do it? And they build it, I think really well. Yeah. And then all of these three boxes kind of can join into one and the world explodes. And there was like a brief moment for me where I was like, are, did like, are they done? Like, did they, did they just lose and we're going to have the movie with them losing? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, holy crap, like ballsy, ballsy, yeah. ballsy move, my friend. Um, but that's where like then Barry Allen, yeah, I was going to say
1: at the that exact moment in my head, I was like, nah, this is where the flash goes back in time. I was like, immediately that's what went through my head. I was like, that's not how this ends.
0: Yeah. And <sighs> I, I, I really liked that scene. The only thing I wish that would have, changed is when they were bringing superman back to life mm-hmm. that they didn't spend as much time on him like slow-mo touching the mother box yes um, that was that was that dragged that dra- that did drag a little bit but it kind of made the next scene i mean it was essentially copy paste for yeah. the end scene as yes. well um though i will say it was a lot cooler because it was i mean one it's i mean I'm, i'll stand for the flash but it was it was just very long and i think if they didn't do that very first one then the second one when they did it would have made a like kind of felt a little bit more a little more cinematic mm-hmm. since you're like oh i haven't seen this yet yeah um but that scene was really cool right like you see him kind of like slow-mo vibrating through essentially the the end of the world yes um and then using his like speed to literally take their travel back in time and it's all i think that scene was so cool too where they see him like running um running and like things start to reverse right the world like the earth starts coming back the ground is coming back buildings start showing up and like even to the very like when they get all the way up to the very end when he's like about to get onto cyborg like you start seeing like bone and you see superman
1: re uh, re like come back appearing, yeah rematerializing (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and like you know, and I thought that was so cool, like such a cool concept, right? It's like something actually obliterates Superman. Yeah, and it's the boxes. Like I thought that was so cool that we got to see Superman
0: effectively die, effectively again.
1: die again, and then rematerialize through the 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 time travel, the time loop, um, and then yeah, you get that push like.
0: That like a little ding. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so cool. Like I love how they, I do enjoy how they kind of showed each of those moments of the flash because it is like, it's literally like this like real slow-mo thing. He's just like tap. It's yeah. And, but, but because he's moving so fast yeah. that like, that's it literally has to all be. it yeah. is. And it's so fast it's so cool.
1: And and, you know, I, like we were talking about it uh, after the movie It's like the first scene we get to see that is like where, when he saves essentially saves Iris is like, he has to do it so slow because if he were to effectively change things at a faster speed, she would rip apart. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, like, and, and I don't, I don't think that people realize that they're like, oh, this is so cheesy. Like, he's trying to be romantic. Like, no, scientifically, <laughs> if he were to move her any faster,
0: she would spin to death. You know, you know what I think? Uh, I it reminds me of, and again, it's like it's nuance. Where if you if you know what's happening, then you can appreciate the the mi- that minor detail. Yeah. But I think, like for example, one place that did it really well was in X Men where they had quicksilver mm-hmm. um, when he was younger and he like puts his hand behind Magneto's neck and he's like what are you doing he's like so you don't get whiplash yeah and it's like it's just a super minor thing and you go oh that makes so much sense so genius like what a genius scene to like qu- subtly explain the f- like to to put to conceptualize to the viewer like what it means to move that fast Yeah. where he is like, I'm trying to make sure your neck doesn't break right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so like when you watch that scene with, um with the flash, you see him like, I mean, he moves in real time effectively, like even though he's moving super fast. So like you see him moving, like when he's going to grab the hot dog and he's doing like, he's just walking out there effectively. Um, But when he's interacting with Iris, it's like, He himself is moving himself slower Mm -hmm. because if he were to like accidentally bumper while he's moving this fast, like he's gonna punch her face in. Yeah, like by casually trying to move hair out of her face. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a level of like delicacy that has to be had to make sure that you don't just rip somebody apart. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So you
1: know, for those of you who who have watched it and you thought it was cheesy, it's like no, scientifically, like something that's (laughs) moving faster than you will move through you if. If it's not careful, or if there's no caution being taken care, you know, to to either put a aside or you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Um, so then uh, all we got
1: left is Superman. Yeah, well,
0: kind of. Well, character wise, i that's yeah, yeah, who we have left to talk about. Uh, Superman, I think, like, largely the same. Yeah, like ultimately, the the at least for the most part for like the character. The one thing that I think that was really cool is they didn't have that weird, like, camera phone thing with his, like, terrible CGI mustache. (laughs) So they definitely got rid of that. Thank God. Um, But, again, because this is, like, this is a very... It's a different story overall. Um, He wasn't the centerpiece like it was in the first film. And he was more of this, like, side character where it was more... It was not even side character, but it was, like... The team realized that they needed him to be a part of it because there is just a level that they can't, like a level of strength that they can't attain without him. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately what brought them to figure out how to bring him back to life. And, you know, and then it's the same thing, right? He fights him, he flies away, like he gets his, you know, his mind back. um, And then he joins the team with one special exception. Black suit Superman Black my friend. Black suit. So happy to see that. <laughs> because so that's I mean and again, a lot of people who are watching it are going to be like, I don't know. Okay. Like why isn't he in his traditional yeah. like red and blue suit? Well, that's that's a straight up throwback from the series Death of Superman, um which is like which they they also call it like the regeneration suit. Mm-hmm. So effectively what it is like so Superman's powers are powered by yellow sun. Um, so he's been kind of dead. Yeah. Um, buried. So he's had away from it. No sunlight. Yeah. Which is like (laughs) his life force. Um, and so the black suit, right. Black will, will absorb Absorb more heat heat Mm -hmm. and like sunlight is Mm -hmm. kind of the idea here. And so they, you see him like don the, the black suit and he flies up into space and like opens himself up to like suck in solar rays, (laughs) which is awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: I love I, it. I really I, I I remember we're sitting there watching all the suits open up and we're both like,
0: what's he gonna oh, pick?
1: What's he gonna pick? When all
0: those other suits were <laughs> popping out, like you saw like Zod's suit, and then you saw like the, his traditional suit. I'm yeah. like oh. I'm like it's gonna be the one that I want. He walked
1: by <laughs> all of them. We're just sitting there like, oh please, please. And then comes out and like, fuck yeah. Yes. And
0: I love like I think the Snyder version did a really great job of of Superman as well because it was this thing where, like, I think the hard part with Superman and why most Superman movies or like shows suck is because what do you do with a person that can't be beat? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the like these past Superman movies were kind of that where you're like the tension never feels real serious because you know that he can't he really can't
1: die. Yeah, there's no one on earth that could beat him yeah and the the villains that he's faced are not of the same caliber
0: to a certain degree yes yeah and minus Zod, minus Zod, right because he's kind of the same <clears throat> he's a kryptonian as yeah. well um and so like then in the batman v superman seeing him die was kind of a shock right yeah. like it was something where you're like whoa Rap, like he died.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, th- and yeah, so there's that. So, but again, I think one of the, the hard parts is is like how do you kill a god effectively? And which is kind of the entire premise of Batman v Superman, but nonetheless, yeah. Um and so, but what I think they did really here or did really well here in this one is they didn't rely on him as to be the like he's not essentially the linchpin to the success of the team. Um, it's the culmination of the team that builds that is is ends up being successful f- to the end um and they used him in such a way that like it like it it almost like like ex machina it w- like it didn't feel like this like X machina superman to show up at the last second when like all hope is lost mm-hmm. and like he like crushes it um and I think they use like with the, the 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 combining of the mother boxes to be like the thing that makes like, cyborg and the flash actually the heroes of the entire scene realistically the flash kind of saves everything um which i really really appreciated but i think they did a fantastic job with like cleaning up superman a little bit in this film to kind of you know didn't have to worry too much about backstory again we already know it Mm -hmm. they didn't really do much on it um but i think they kept i mean they kept largely a lot of the stuff that was in the first movie with him the same yeah which I liked. And, you
1: know, you didn't need to change it, like you're saying.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, other than making him not the, the star. <clears throat> right. Uh, I think it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, then the other really awesome thing that we saw was the introduction of Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. That was exciting i was not expecting that neither was i like i i was trying to avoid like spoilers and any like fan theories as to what's gonna happen so that's like that's why i was like so surprised by the anti-life equation mm. and then martian manhunter like <clears throat> in such a weird scene too
1: yeah like he i, I mean you don't expect it right because lois lane gets a, a visit and you're like oh so like who, the, who the police, fuck is this police guy? guy yeah and he's talking to her like, "Oh, you know, you should go back to work, blah blah blah. The world needs you more than you know, blah blah." blah. And you're thinking like, "Oh, this is like some weird home quality check." And then like, she's like, "All right, cool, whatever, fuck
0: off." Fuck, dude walks out the door, and this transforms. Yeah, and you're just like, <gasps> like it, it's such a like that's such a awesome scene because it's so unexpected, like. Nothing leads you to believe that that is going to happen mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Like the only way you can figure that out is if you got a very lucky guess. Yeah, and that was awesome. Ah, uh, yeah. To show him, I thought they hid that real well. Yeah, like I want to go back and watch it again and be like, <clears throat> see if like, they look like, for, for any like if they foreshadowed it ever so slightly.
1: I didn't. So like, I, I mean, that's the first time we ever see that character. Like, not Martian, but like the character that he dressed yeah. as like you don't see him anywhere else in the film except for right there. Yeah.
0: yeah. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but I love the fact that he's there and then he shows up in the end, mm-hmm. um, to kind of, he shows up to he flies yeah, over Batman, to Batman and, yeah. and he was like, Hey, there's bigger threats to be had. He's like
1: y'all got a spot on all team. <laughs>
0: um, but which is funny that like, just think about how desensitized like Bruce Wayne is at this point. Cause like a fucking alien flies over to his house and is like, Hey, uh, like up. He's like, "What's up, man? Uh you doing okay? Yeah. Having a nightmare?" Uh yeah, well, anyway, um my name's John and uh or people call me Martian Manhunter, is yeah. what he said, which yeah. should have been alarming to begin with. Um, but that uh he's like, "Hey, there's, you know, there's a bigger threat coming and uh I'll be in touch. I'll yeah. be uh, like I'm going to join your team." And it's like, "What?" Yeah. Is like <laughs> He's like, "All right, I guess."
3: Okay.
1: It's like I haven't he, had my
0: coffee yet, but right, it, yeah, it's like him waking up, walking outside to this thing, and he's just like, "God, he's like, I am sick of this shit." <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like, "Fuck, man, I, I, I just did this yesterday." Yeah, he's like, we, "I'm trying to sleep. I need a day off. That's why I came to this fucking house." Yeah, and <laughs>
0: like, then this like al- another another alien just flies over. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm here to help out." Uh, okay, bye, and flies away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "All right, I guess yeah. it's uh, what is it, Tuesday?" Sounds about right. <laughs> You're like, all right. Um, yeah. But I love the fact that Martian Manhunter gets gets uh, uh, some spotlight. Yeah.
1: I, I, I'm really excited to see what they do with that. I mean, you know, hopefully either his own movie or uh, some sort of conjoining of movies. Um, but, I, you know, I, I mean, at the end, you know me, I was screaming like, okay, all we need is a lantern now.
0: Like, yeah. that's it. Never showed up. Yeah. I wonder why.
1: I I'm sure they're probably developing something to completely obliterate the shithole that Ryan Reynolds got dropped into back in the day. Like that was such a terrible fucking movie that it's going to be so hard to dig your fans out of that grave to come back (laughs) with you for that. Like they have to find the right actor. They have to find the right story and they have to, they have to tell a story that completely dissolves what came before
0: which the the green lantern like mythos is really cool and it's been around <clears> for <throat> a long time and so there's definitely in excess of source material that you can pull from as well as different lanterns mm-hmm. like yeah. you you can do um you can do like the the ryan reynolds like hal jordan um you can you can do like uh, uh what i say john <clears throat> smith i <clears throat> think is his, I, i'm pretty sure it's his name mm-hmm um and i mean there's a couple others as well that i can't remember so yeah there's again don't come for me
1: lanterns all over the galaxy
0: well in the sense of like the green land the earth green lantern. oh the earth green lantern yeah um but the the one thing that i find i think can be challenging and i don't know if you need to do this and if this is just like the fan brain that wants it is to be able to kind of explain what these are like what the lanterns are. Mm, mm-hmm. Um because it is kind of like a weird ethereal thing. Like they're powered by emotions mm-hmm. is is what all of the lanterns are. So you have like what is it? Orange is greed, greed. Yellow, um yellow is jealousy.
1: Is it, je- is it jealousy or anger?
0: No, red is red is, red is, red is it's rage. Rage. Um, um
1: it's green, orange, yellow, red.
0: There there's violet. There is violet. Um, it's effectively the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. Um, Roy G. Biv. Um, but green is is um will. Yeah. Or hope. No, blue is hope. Fireworks. Um, blue is hope. Red is or yeah yeah green is will mm-hmm. right. It's all about like willpower. Um, there's a white lantern. There's a black lantern, which is a really awesome storyline. Which they're definitely not going to touch on. I
1: didn't know there was a white and black lantern.
0: Yeah, white white is like the um everything effectively. Mm-hmm. Um and
1: black is the nothing? Black is death. Oh death.
0: Wow. So okay. there is a there's a there is a Black Lantern core. Um it's kind of within a, a specific storyline. Mm-hmm. Um I forget what the name of the what the name of that one is. Darkest night is the name of it. It's a really, really awesome. Um highly recommend. But uh the White Lantern is effectively the 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 counter to the Black Lantern core. Um it's life mm-hmm. essentially um Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Everyone turns into like effectively zombies. Oh shit! Um, Like everybody turns into zombies. Um, It's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, I won't get to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the the gist of it is like it's a it's a the the Green Lantern Corps as a whole is kind of like the universal or the universes like police for good essentially. Um, And so each planet or like system effectively has a a green lantern to kind of patrol and make sure things don't get too wonky.
1: And the correct me if I'm wrong. The way the lantern is, it's not chosen. It's earned it to a certain extent of like, you have to prove that what is it? You're, you have the most powerful will or, or like specific to that, that color. Yeah, like
0: so, so you have to you have to effectively, and I might be wrong on this, but I, I think I'm right. But you kind of have to embody what is the the ring itself because you are chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, like the ring chooses you. the ring you. chooses
1: you. What? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But you it, don't get to choose the, you you are chosen.
0: Yeah, the ring chooses you, <clears throat> and it is based off of the specific things. Yeah, right. So like when you when you look at if you read like, read some more of the comics like. You'll you'll kind of see why certain people get rings. Mm-hmm. Um, again, based it's all it's all on a, a, the emotional spectrum, um, and like I think th- there's a there's a yellow ring Superman at one point in time that you can get. Um, well,
1: didn't we see that in the dream, or did was it the red Superman?
0: That we no, saw in the dream? no, that wasn't that was um, uh, my my assumption uh-huh. is so you saw like this like nightmare world which is kind of like a parallel universe i think this is what that was okay um where uh essentially you get like the evil versions of people yeah and so that's where you were kind of seeing like evil superman okay i think okay the other option that i could think of is that somehow some way dark side managed to gain like some level of control over superman yeah um and that's kind of what it was got it So I'm not sure, but going back into it, like if they were to do a standalone, a standalone green lantern movie, I think it could be, it could be done. I think fairly easily Mm -hmm. um, because there is so much to go off of, of like of it. And I think for the early portions of like of the Brian Reynolds version, they did a pretty decent job of like, of introducing, of introducing him, introducing him, getting his powers being like, I'm not sure how to use them. Like, you know, being able to recite the motto, all of those things to be able to get his power. You yeah. know, Green Lantern's might, um, but to they've already kind of introduced, assuming that they're going to continue with this similar storyline that Zack Snyder has put out, the they've introduced universal threats, and so I feel like to to do the Green Lantern justice is they would need to establish the fact that they are the universe's police, police yeah. and I feel like to do that in a single movie is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um it would be effectively trying to uh trying to th- yeah, yeah, the Marvel Marvel movies don't really have any the Marvel movies don't quite have anything as similar as large no. To that <clears throat> um you kind of understand that like Thanos is a universal threat. Yeah. Um because of the Infinity Gauntlet and I mean you see how long it took for everybody to like understand what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, what the infinity gems were and the power and then like you know it it, it took 10 years worth of movies yeah to paint, paint the picture yeah and i think uh if you don't take your time you might you might rush it and cut too many corners that is going to make it a floppy film mm-hmm. similar to what you what you saw in the original film yeah. or this or the original green lantern you know where where you have parallax which is the essentially that all of the lanterns have some sort of like pseudo deity that powers the, the the core of the rings and parallax is effectively what oh it's fear that's what it is fear. yellow is fear yeah pure uh, parallax is essentially like the 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 fear entity that powers the yellow rings um and that's like a that's a very ethereal concept it's, and so like it's 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 challenging to do that um Which they never, they almost never explained in the. uh, Actually, I'm pretty sure they didn't explain.
1: I think they was they just were like, "We'll give you power and knowledge beyond your control or your wildest dreams," and that was that was pretty much it.
0: Yeah, it's it was weird. Yeah, Um, and it was just this weird big blob, like (laughs) space cloud. It was it was it it reminded me almost exactly of Galactus Mm -hmm. in the Fantastic Four movie with the Silver Surfer, Mm -hmm. where you're just like. So, so it's just this big world big eating cloud, cloud <laughs> and it's like no, yeah, like and Galactus, and again, like that's another good example of like the the cosmic entities that exist within each of these, like the Marvel or DC universe, is really hard to to conceptualize if you don't spend time kind of building the universe around it, mm-hmm. um, because Galact Galactus is a really cool character if you can do it yeah. and if you could pull it off and a main a main villain to the Fantastic Four um outside of like dr doom right um i almost said danger doom <laughs> rip <laughs> R- R- um but like galactus is also kind of a, a challenging character to conceptualize and so like you saw what a rushed version looks like and it was nothing mm-hmm. like you didn't see the galactus that we all know know of you know, for those that know what, who Galactus is. Yeah. Um, so regardless, I don't think it's impossible, but I would really like to see it done well. Right. Because uh, it's so cool. I agree. It's such a cool concept. Yeah. Um. All right. And then I guess last bit of the movie was the, the epilogue. Yeah, buddy. Thoughts?
1: Oh, man. So we got to see. Um...
0: Oh, hold on. Yeah. One more thing. Okay. One more character that we got to see, Deathstroke. I was just about to
1: say we got to see Deathstroke again. Well, not again. Yeah. Again. He was in the first cut. Was he? Mm-hmm. Was that entire scene in there? Uh, the the boat scene was. I don't remember. But that. the so the boat scene was, but you only get to see Deathstroke get up to the boat and introduced to Lex Luthor. Oh, they you, don't have that full they conversation. They don't have the conversation. Oh, yeah, and that's why it's like so. Like the, the 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 meme started shooting out like, oh, Deathstroke and 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 Deadpool at the same time, blah blah, and like so like I I specifically remember that because I was like, ooh, they're they're actually bringing on Deathstroke. This is gonna be awesome. But you don't get the full conversation. You just get the like, oh, you're here like, oh, you said it was business or something like that. <laughs> and that was, that was I'm pretty sure that was it. Oh, okay. Uh, but then, yeah, then having that full on conversation was just like, ooh, where is this going to go?
0: Ooh. Yeah, you get to see him. Um, yeah, you get to see him again. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. I'm yeah. kind of like looking this up a little bit. Um, what's his name? Slade. That's it. Slade Wilson. <laughs> Instead of Wade Wilson. Not Wade Wilson. <laughs> there we go. Okay, perfect. I was like, I can't remember his name either. Yeah. Um, so epilogue, right? Epilogue is this uh, this nightmare scene, right? Which is effectively it's the what you get before Batman wakes up and meets mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Um, but it's this like end of the world, post apocalyptic scene of kind of this like ragtag team of superheroes, yep. where you get let's see who 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 do we all get. We got Batman,
1: Batman, Dark Side. Not Dark, sorry, Deathstroke, Deathstroke,
0: Mera, um, um, Mera, and Flash, Flash. That's right. And my boy, oh, I don't know if you want to claim this one, but well,
1: the character, not not
0: the <laughs> a, not the actor, not this specific. But, but we the, get a uh, the Joker. We get the Joker. Which so of all the scenes in the movie that I was like, we probably don't need this, um, but I'm glad it's there. I don't think we needed the entirety of this epilogue scene true because the weird back and forth banter between Bruce and the Joker as well as the weird like handheld camera of yeah. like close-up zooms of Jared Leto's face yeah was a little weird to me
1: I think that could have been done way better I think I think the media overhyped the portrayal of that scene in what way Uh, in the fact that like oh we get to see jared leto come to life and portray his version of the joker oh yeah it's like no we don't get to see that it's like three minutes yeah we get him saying some words that's not a portrayal of the joker by any means in any world that we have ever seen yeah like no (laughs) like this is one of those like Yahoo writers, who's new to the scene, who just wants to throw some shit out on a fucking piece of paper, and just like Joker, 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 because people like the Joker. It's just like, all right, you just you overhyped it for people who are actually fans of this chaotic series. And I sat there and I was just like, okay, you look, you look devious and mischievous. The words coming out of your mouth are going in one ear and out the other. Um, and I don't really understand the necessity for your character in this scene.
0: Yes. At all. The the only thing that I think that was more like I think that a little bit of that was some like fan service, more so than anything, because I don't think that carried like that, that didn't it didn't add to the plot it in didn't. any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. Other than everyone being like, Why the hell is he here? Yeah. And for them to kind of the only thing that it really was which is interesting because that was something that Batman like Bruce Wayne, visioned this essentially, or had a vision of this, so that, universe, that's a future scene. So you can assume that all of the things that they talked about hadn't happened yet, mm-hmm. which then alludes to, um, uh, oh, Jesus, Robin. um, no, um, the Joker mm. killing Robin, yes, which is a huge storyline, yes. Right, that's the killing the kind of the well, somewhat of the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Um or no, Death in the Family. That's what it is. There we go. Don't come for me. <laughs> I'll get this right. Uh Death in the Family, which is a crazy scene or a crazy storyline where the Joker kills um Robin, who then becomes is it the Red Hood? I think it's Red Hood. I think that's it. Um and Because who's the other one? Night Nightwing or N- Nightwing is um uh, is it Dick Grayson? Is that Dick Grayson?
1: Is Dick Grayson Nightwing? Or is he Red Hood? Shh. Fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh. But yes, he Joker does allude to that, um, <laughs> letting him die in your
0: arms. Yeah. yeah. D- Dick Grayson is uh, uh, Nightwing. Nightwing. Okay, perfect. Uh, Richard Grayson. <laughs> Dick. And then, crap, who's the other Robin? Well, I know there's Damian Wayne, but that comes way later. Um, um, after he like steals him from uh Talia. Um, it's oh man. Search Robbins. Um, that man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then other than other than that, like. It goes into, um, Jason Todd.
1: Jason Todd, there you go.
0: That's it. Tim Drake, and then Damian Wayne. Um, so yeah, Jason Todd is the one that gets killed in Death in the Family, who becomes uh Red Hood. Yeah. There we go, and we're back. Very vengeful. Um, and then yeah, and then there's Tim Drake, who is Robin, right? And then who is uh, Damian Wayne? What is Damien Wayne's name? I can't remember. Um Yeah, I think he go- he goes by another name, but I can't remember. I think it's Robin. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter too much. Nonetheless. It says here Wayne or Robin. It might it might be Robin. I know he goes he is Damien works with uh the like the Young Justice and like the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um which is who is in what's the What's the show that's about, like, the Teen Titans? Is it, like, not Death Squad? Uh, there's a TV... Sh- there's, like, a mov- a TV show that they had all of them in with, like, Beast Boy and Raven and Starfire and Cyborg and Robin.
1: It's not Teen Titans?
0: It is Teen Titans. There- there's a live-action show, too, but oh. I can't remember what it was called. But, yeah, it's effectively Teen Titans, um, which is kind of like the... Yeah, and I think... Uh, nightwing is the one that helps kind of lead them so two of the oh, robins tim drake jason
1: todd dick grayson and damian wayne
0: yeah there's a lot of them anyway <laughs> um but so but they kind of they i think that's the that epilogue scene is a lot of like fan service where they're you know they're showing alluding to death in the family right yeah. with with uh uh get, with jason todd getting murdered um, and then they also talk about Harley Quinn getting murdered by Batman, yes, which I don't recall that being a thing. I don't either because uh, from what I can remember,
1: Batman has never killed Harley Quinn in any series that I'm aware of. He's always arrested her or she's always come to him for help,
0: like with the Joker, but it's never he's never killed her, yeah, so that one let's <clears throat> I'll look it up real quick did Batman kill. Harley Quinn, or maybe she died in his arms. I don't know. Um, Harley Quinn died in Batman's arms. That's words. But I
1: don't, I don't think that he's ever killed. I, I mean, doesn't he have like a not a soft spot for her, but uh, compassion for her?
0: Yeah, he kind of like feels bad. Yeah. Um, for to a certain degree.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, she's a criminal, and he, he arrests her <laughs> so many times. Yeah. But like, I I think he has compassion for her because she she's basically mind controlled by Joker and and yeah, manipulated, yeah, manipulated. Yeah, so it's yeah.
0: Har- what's her name? Harl Harlan Quinzel. Harlan Quinzel. Is that right? I think that's her full name. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um. So, but otherwise, like, it's just a lot of weird back and forth. I for an, an, uh, almost an uncomfortable extended period of time. I was let down.
1: I was very let down by that that introduction to Jared Leto's actual Joker, as they want to put out there.
0: And and he changed the laugh.
1: Yeah, it
0: wasn't the like ah ah anymore. It was just one long ah, <laughs> like so unnecessary.
1: Yeah, I I don't know, man. I. I was really hoping for better, f- for from the Joker, but
0: obviously, what are you gonna do? I really,
1: I, I mean, I think I've told you this before. I would really like to see a like a Dark Asylum Joker.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I wish they can like. I really need like regenerative medicine to to happen. Um, like find the like the fountain of youth, or we should. Um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. What's the the pit? That uh, is in Batman that they go into that keeps oh. Raish alive. Uh. Oh man! Well, I was going to try and make a continue on the the <laughs> reference to the comics, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, fuck it! I don't want to look it up. Anyway, um, but to be able to bring Mark Hamill to youth. And then have Mark Hamill be the Joker.
1: That would be badass.
0: Because for those, that would
1: be badass.
0: Because those that don't know, in effectively all of the, animated. all of the animated versions of the Joker that you've heard since like the early two thousands, yeah, has been Luke Skywalker, yeah. Because Luke Skywalker is the Joker. He's an awesome voice actor, and it's crazy. He also played the trickster in the uh, in the Flash movie or not Flash movie, the Flash TV show, which I thought was really awesome too. Because uh, we were, I was watching it, and Marissa was like, "Is that, is that Mark Hamill?" I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and I'm like, "He's a he's like a voice actor," and he, she he was like, or and she was like, "Why does that voice sound familiar?" And I was like, "Because it's very similar to what you're hearing from like the Joker and all the animated Batman." He goes, "Oh," or she's like, "What?" That's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, that makes more sense." She's like, "Also, I didn't know that." Yeah. Like it's crazy. Um, so I wish Mark Hamill could come, kind of like, de-age like 30 years. And then play the Joker cause that would be the shit Yeah, because that's like, that's exact like that voice that you hear is like what you think of with the Joker. Like at least what I find synonymous with the Joker. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I like Mark Hamill's voice with
1: the Joker. Um, I like Heath Ledger's demeanor of the Joker and I like, um, uh, Oh, well, I, I guess I like Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker as well. But I think of the three, the the laugh, the laugh is very important to me. It's a defining it is. part of it. it. And I think Mark Hamill has it down the best.
0: Yeah. So like, no, for sure. Like Mark Mark Hamill and Jack Nicholson's Joker are kind of of the same in yeah. that they're the like the jokey versions of them. Where Heath Ledger's is kind of the 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 real life example of what somebody like the joker would be mm-hmm. which is just chaos incarnate um but so i feel like if you can if we could figure out a way to kind of blend those oh, th- those two concepts together yeah. would be with like mark hamill's voice would be i mean that's money mm-hmm. so and jerry Leto's not the person to do it so no, fucking fire
1: him no i'm sorry i i wanted to give him a chance i i really did like i wanted to give him a chance Seeing him show up in Suicide Squad as the Joker, granted that movie was shit, I was hoping that when they said, "Oh, we're gonna get a glimpse of him," and you know, in this movie, I was like, "Man, maybe there's this there's this attempt. Maybe they'll, there's this light that he'll portray a better Joker." And then when we had the long extended, <laughs> uh, I was just like, uh, "What the fuck is that? Stop it! That's yeah. terrible. That's not a Joker laugh." Yeah, no, it's hard. I'm it's, sorry. I'm the, sorry, Jared Leto, you gotta go, man.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, go back to 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. go back to your cult following. Oh yeah, Mar- what's it called? The
1: Mars Topia. Mar- I don't know. Mars
0: Con. <laughs> Mars Con. <laughs> sure. Sure. We'll go with that. Oh. Fuck. Um, yeah. Hard pass, Jared Leto. Do you need to? You need to be canceled. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah, I mean that's the movie. Like, 100 percent worth it. Yeah hundred percent worth absolutely it. um is there is there anything else within like the movie that you wanted to like touch on or talk about
1: um
0: other than that you should definitely watch it yeah other than you should definitely watch it um i yeah no we hit
1: on the you know the superman getting the rejuvenation suit um I really loved the action scenes all around they I just felt they were so much better they were they were well put they were well shot they felt um, bigger they did feel bigger um he felt useful i think is the word i'm looking for they the the scenes that they used in the Snyder cut for the action felt useful yes versus the original cut where it was just action for action's sake
0: yes i, I 100% agree with you yeah. like it it uh, yeah good point to like we didn't even touch on it is <laughs> we just straight up talked about storyline um no the action scenes actually felt yeah i mean i'm just going to regurgitate what you just said useful and they were they built on top of the story. Like it wasn't just like, here's a fight scene mm-hmm. and then nothing like here's another fight scene. Like it, it made sense why they were fighting yeah. or, or com- that combat was happening at all. Yeah. Uh, which was nice that it wasn't just like gratuitous violence for the sake of gratuitous violence, mm-hmm. because that's what heroes do. I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, Nah, oh man, other than that, I think, I
1: think, you know, I mean, we talked a lot after the movie and uh, I think we shared even more now. Um, I just all around, that was a fucking great movie. Legitimately happy. It's a great movie. <laughs> like, you know, if somebody was like, Hey man, like I want to watch this again, but could you watch it with me? Like if I have any questions, explain to me, I would have no problem sitting down and watching it again. Like, yeah. Grab me a pizza and some beer. I'm fucking in. Yeah. I, to-
0: in. I-, I told Marissa cause she was like, did you like it? And I was like, I'll watch it again. She yeah. was like, really? Yeah. Cause I think we talked like, I don't really watch movies again, but. I mean, I can only imagine how much I missed. Because I mean, it's a huge movie.
1: Exactly. That 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 would be my favorite. Watching the second time it was like, okay, I know what I saw the first time. Now I want to look for the smaller things, the yeah. uh, the illusions that we didn't see. Being fans, you know, like what did I miss? What are yeah. the little snippets that I
0: missed? One hundred percent. So I'm I'm very much down to watch it again. Yeah. And potentially a third time. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> it's a long ass movie. So I don't know about twelve hours yeah. worth of movie, but mm, I could do eight. Could could be. It could, could be. be. Yeah. We'll see. Um, awesome. Maybe you don't have to do this. the
1: third set of four cons- consecutive. You can, you can break that up. <laughs> I'll skip the epilogue. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of a little unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it's, it, whoever I watch it with, I, I'll be like, hey, you watch this on your own and ask me later. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be confused later. Yeah. Uh, so enjoy. Or listen to our podcast and we'll break it down for you. <laughs> yeah, that too. There you go. Got oh, it. that's what we didn't touch on in the epilogue. That's where we see dark Superman.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's where the dark Superman comes in yeah. evil Superman and
1: I think I, the only reason I thought it was a ring is because he had like a red aura but it also could be because he's evil
0: yeah I would be very <laughs> surprised if they were to throw I don't think they would. like the red the red power e- Superman on yeah. it um I I d- think that'd be too confusing without having
1: without having any backstory of of a lantern that would be way too confusing well yeah
0: like going back like kind of going back into lantern <laughs> stuff like Again, just to explain the Green Lantern, I think it's a little bit of an undertaking, but then to also go into the extended lantern core of all of the other colors mm-hmm. and what they mean, that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Um who is the red Ugh, I don't need to worry about no, it. No, no. no. <laughs> I was like what's I'm like what's the name of the entity that is like the the red <laughs> ring cuz he's really cool. Um, but I can't remember. Um whatever. Anyway, yeah. I'm trying
1: to think. Uh, um, no, I think that I think that's it. Um, you know, I I don't know what DC or Warner Brothers has in the tube for DC movies coming out.
0: I know there's supposed to be a Flash movie and there's an Aquaman two.
1: I really hope Aquaman two is better.
0: I'm intrigued. Well, they they after the first Aquaman movie, right? They had the Black Manta, which. God damn, did they oh, do that's fantastically. Right.
1: That's right. He that was a good character.
0: But the the other thing that they didn't they kind of like touched on was um uh was it the submariner? Is that mm-hmm. the name of him? Um his his brother, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh so they have that now as well. And I can't remember if there was I have to go back and watch. I really liked the I really liked the Aquaman movie. Um Other than other his than his half
1: brother, I don't think there was any other um
0: yeah, there's kind of the two main yeah. main people is Black Manta and the Submariner. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know Aquaman lore enough to know like what are his typical like what are his who are his villains I yeah. should say. Um, so I'd I would can
1: tell you one is big oil companies. <laughs> big oil, yeah. <laughs> big oil is one of his his enemies.
0: <laughs> he's just gonna turn into he's effectively super or aquaman's gonna turn into captain planet just trying to save the world from looting and polluting
1: he's gonna he's <laughs> gonna get the the justice league some rings that say heart
0: and earth yeah.
1: and fire and
0: <laughs> earth earth fire wind water and heart well he's water so he's that's <gasps> he's already got that yeah. yeah so we just need the other ones <laughs> oh jesus big oil <laughs> frankie frankie um yeah, anyway. So, yeah, there's going to be a super, Uh, or sorry, a Aquaman 2 and a, and a Flash movie, which apparently Batman is supposed to be in the Flash one, so I'm intrigued to see That'd where cool. that happens. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, my gosh. Cool. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, so Batman being in the Flash would be.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm in- interested to see how that would go. I wonder if it's going to be in relation, similar to, like, how Tony Stark was in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, kind um, of as that that mentor yeah a little bit of like mentory slash like gives him the suit yeah. that works <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so who knows um uh, but i'm very intrigued by a flash movie because yeah. i i wonder what they'll do yeah. like my immediate thought is that they're just going to go straight to like the flashpoint series which is you know the whole time travel thing since yeah. they kind of already did it yeah um assuming that the the Snyder cut is going to be like canon of extended universe. At
1: this point, how could it not with, with such high fan approval? You know, I I think it would be, I think it'd be franchise suicide if they didn't go with that.
0: Probably. Um, It it very well could be because also too with that, like the, I think the, the, the beauty of the, the beauty of the Snyder cut was that it's a, it's felt like, more of the it's the film that the fans wanted Mm -hmm. and also deserved but it didn't seem like it was like the money grab that was the original movie right because they had like you originally had Zack Snyder on it he had to leave the film and then Joss Whedon comes in and it was like hey we're trying to make some money here so like let's wrap this shit up and get a movie out so we can go yeah um what a fucking catastrophe that was (laughs) yeah which abysmal ratings
1: yeah, and you know what I, I i say this and i stick to it i feel like they only did that to joss whedon I, and i feel bad for him because of what marvel was putting out and it's like we need to compete we need to compete because they're making money off these superheroes we have a super we have a set of superheroes we need to compete and yes like you said they fucking cut corners they rushed it they put out trash it's it's not entirely on joss whedon like You know, he's there. He's doing the job that they're telling him to do.
0: Yeah. Yes, 100%. I 100% agree. I I mean, I don't know if, like, it would be silly for them to not try and use the Snyder cut as the jumping off point, Mm -hmm. given that it was awesome. Like, it was really, really good comparatively. And hopefully to be able to paint the picture of the universe to be able to lead into other movies... Um, because again, like like how the the Marvel films are, is they they continue to stay with an overarching theme as well as kind of a, a singular person to kind of guide the franchise. Yeah. And if Zack Snyder could be that person, I think he could do it well. Absolutely. And if, and if anything, this is uh, if anything, this would be a uh, like a a case study in the idea of like let the guy do the thing that he originally wanted to do because it's also the thing that everybody wanted to begin with. Yeah. Um, just like, just like with like Kevin Feige with the, with the Marvel movies is like you are, you are seeing the culmination of like, a, of, of a singular entity having an overarching theme and picture and like idea in mind that then like you, you watch it unfold. Yeah. And I would love to see like a Zack, like a Zack Snyder universe unfold maybe with a little less slow-mo, but <laughs> Overall, like, I would love to see what his take on would be for, like, for a Flash movie, for right. a Superman movie, for any any of these, as well as, like, a follow-up a follow up Justice League where we hopefully would see the return of Darkseid or even better, or not even better, but even also to see maybe some of the other, like, Justice League main villains, like, a Brainiac yes. would be oh, amazing. God, I would love to see Brainiac. So, I mean, there's, there's so, like, when you start getting into the, like like I said, I think what Marvel did really well is they slowly painted the picture of the universe as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like you started with Iron Man seeing kind of like earth level villains. Then you kind of get Thor and you still kind of see earth level villains. Um, It's not until the second one, when you start to get like the dark elves Mm and you kind of start painting the picture of what Thor's universe looks like. Yeah. Um, And then, you know guardians of the galaxy starts to see like more of the cosmic world and you're starting to get glimpses of um well uh something the destroyer i can't remember what his name is uh, ronan Ronin. um so you start to kind of see like Ronin. you start to kind of see thanos um painting the picture right you're 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 also slowly introducing the um the infinity stones yeah. and like seeing what those look like um and, and like they even allude to like bigger things, right? Where where you go to what's it called? No, nowhere, mm-hmm. which is in the head of a celestial. Yeah. Right. And they kind of don't really talk about it, but we're going to be, we're going to be getting like an Eternals movie coming yes, up. We we're are. just going to, you're going to see the, see like the, uh, the, is it Celestials and the Deviants? Mm-hmm. Devi- Deviants? I think that's what it is. Um, So you're kind of getting out, like you're getting some more of the cosmic entities, which is pretty neat. Um and then you know and then it kind of just like progresses from there of yeah. like uh, just continuing to paint this picture right um which is awesome i would love to see that happen within like the the Zack Snyder verse because i i there's we kind of a, are already talked about these like big things that exist within the DC universe and to be able to kind of paint this really big cool picture of like of the world the world that that is of the DC world like universe and just how cool it can be exactly like uh marvel but just kind of darker yeah by nature yeah would be so cool
1: yeah and that that's that's what warner brothers has to realize is is you it's not you can't just pump out six films in a year and and expect the recipe to work like it's a slow burn it is it's 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 slow but it's meticulous it's accurate it's it's fan-based it's studied like it's not just fucking throwing shit on a board and being like oh let's pick this one and this one this one this will work it's like no like the the people over at Marvel do it right because they take their time with it they go like well we could do this and then someone's there to be like well this isn't canon and then someone's like well this could be canon if we throw in this and then the fans will like it because it's got some comic relief and that works and then like the way Warner Brothers did it it was just like
0: this is canon I don't know what the fuck canon
1: is let's do this (laughs) yeah well
0: <laughs> you, you think about it with like the batman movies yeah i think like the, the the original the christopher nolan trilogy did a fantastic job at like painting the world of batman yeah and it and it was a steady build in the sense that you saw like the origins of batman through the um the uh, god damn it i'm forgetting all the ta- all the names what's the name of the like the the, the league that the league of shadows league of shadows there we go jesus like, yeah, I i want to say the hand but that's a different thing. <laughs> that's a different one <laughs> um similar but different um so but like the, with how he was like introduced introduced into the league of shadows as you know as well as his parents getting murdered yeah um and and like his battle against that and then he becomes batman where you see like that progression in with the joker and it's like the next bad bad person or villain within it um I mean, they, I mean, they also did a really great job as they hit the main three. Mm-hmm. Like the three biggest of like, I mean, arguably biggest of Batman's villains. Um, and they hit them just back to back to back. Yeah. But it was also within a, a really, uh, arguably a really good progression of not only just the, the the caliber of the villains, as well as like the gravity of the situation for each of these villains, but also the, the growth of Batman as a whole, mm-hmm. kind of stepping into the, the position that he is in now, yeah, um, and it, and it, it three movies did that, and so it, it's really like it's not impossible; it can be done, and it's been proven in that sense that like something within this DC universe can exist yeah. in a in a long form type of way. It's just whether or not that they're Patient willing enough. to kind of, yeah, yeah. What you don't have to do is you don't have to play like you're not trying to play catch up. And just trying to pump out a bunch of shit just to get it done. Like, take your time. Like, the the fans of DC are going to be there no matter what. Right. And if you were to start from scratch, I mean, ho- hopefully not. But like, if you were to start from scratch and build in the same way that you are trying to build the Justice League, uh, or sorry, not the Justice League, um, the Avengers within like, but make it the the Justice League. Then, I mean everybody like anybody is going to be on board. If you were to take your time with it, mm-hmm. um, the, the fans that like DC that are going to go out or com- just comic fans, even in general, um, are going to go see it. And even if it is uh, like this dark side, like, you know, they try to joke up suicide squad for the yeah. sake of, because they were trying to mimic Marvel yeah, and it failed. Ultimately it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, <clears throat> what a horrible movie. Um, but it, like take your time and go into like go into it with like the long game in mind and build the universe build the characters um, i mean we can probably at this point like if you we were say to start it next year you can probably skip some of the some of the like origin stories that we kind of already know like yeah. i don't know if you need another origin story of batman or uh, superman or Superman, like you could, or Wonder Woman, you can kind of gl- probably gloss over it for the most part, yeah, and just go from it. Um, and I would love to, I would love to see that happen. I would love to see like a full come to fruition Justice League, um, because I, I really like a lot of these characters way more than I do the Marvel ones, yeah. Um, but I've just never seen them in a, the cinematic light uh, that they spe- deserve. That they kind of deserve, like they, they deserve the way that it. it that Marvel did it
1: yeah they deserve
0: a Christopher Nolan or a Zack Snyder 100% yeah 100% um with those powers combined fuck they are Captain Planet
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh one more quick note I guess um after you know after the, the Snyder cut I would I could debate that Cyborg doesn't need his own movie or or an origin because I feel like with what Snyder put in there we got More than enough to
0: understand who he is and where he came from. 100%. Yeah. I 100% agree. I don't think he needs an origin story. Um, I think they could do a little bit of an origin story with uh, the Flash Mm -hmm. just to be able to, like, just explain how he got his powers.
1: Yeah. And explain how he got his powers and, and his whole family situation.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes, because they don't. It actually doesn't make sense because he kind of got his powers from like an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, he wasn't a he wasn't a forensic scientist yet. You're right. So there's like a, I, I'd be interested to see how they do that if they kind of uh, backtrack. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, what's it called? Retcon that whole whole thing because he has his powers when he technically shouldn't have his powers mm-hmm. yet. Uh so who knows? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Regardless. I mean,
1: same thing with Aquaman, right? He has the fucking he has a the trident, not his key not the it, King's it was, trident, it, yeah. but he has his mom's trident before he should have his mom's trident because we learned
0: post Justice League that
1: Aquaman gets it later and yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. There there's some issues there, who but who needs timelines? It's okay. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) you, yeah. I mean, the hard part is they've already introduced time travel. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like
1: I said, who needs timelines? To a a certain (laughs)
0: degree, they kind of already screwed it a little bit with the introduction of time travel. But I feel like it's a comic movie, so you can kind of be like, it's comic book logic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can kind of like, you know, shoo it away. Yeah. (laughs) So who knows? It might work. Um, though they also did time travel in the Avengers movie, so mm-hmm. I mean, however, they led up to that. They it wasn't it
1: didn't just start with time travel. <laughs> true, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you know, time knows? travel, quantum travel, same, thing. Same, same, but different, <laughs> but different. Um, all right, man. Anything else? Um, watch the fucking movie, guys. It was kick ass. I mean, obviously, if you're watching, if you're listening to us, <laughs> and you didn't pause it, you probably watched it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. Hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Let us know Let us know if you have any uh, thoughts on it as yeah, well. Yeah, uh,
1: we'll post this up. You guys can uh, chat with us in the comments uh, on our Instagram at another period rep period podcast. Um, you can also shoot us an email at another rep podcast at gmail.com and we can uh, go back and forth on, on the Snyder
0: Cut. Yeah. And uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't seen already, we now have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Check out our link tree boy. So our first episode that we have up right now is our last episode, which is our coffee episode with CK. So you'll, you can actually watch us talk about all these things, um, as well as kind of from future episodes here, we're going to start to, uh, upload some YouTube content as well. So you can start to see our beautiful faces as we sit at a desk and talk about stuff. Absolutely. Well, at least see the profile of our face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, We'll, we'll work on that. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: It's one thing at a time, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're getting yeah. better. We are following the right formula. It's a two-man show, so <laughs> we're doing the best we can. Uh, all right. Bye. Bye.